<laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. We back. I got my co-host of the decade, co-host of the century, co-host of a lifetime. Water, man. Water. This is the best co-host in life, y'all. Water. Make sure you're drinking it all the time, all day, every day. And make it a priority. Fall in love with water again, man. Fall in love with water again, y'all. And some of y'all never fell in love with water, but you need to. Love it. You would love anything else that you knew was giving you life. <laughs> you be in love with these raggedy-ass people you're in a relationship with, they ain't giving you life life. They might be giving you a little something, but they ain't giving you life life. If you break up with them, you know what? You're going to be devastated. You're going to be heartbroken. But you know what? You can find love again. How many people you know have broken up, completely shattered, and then they found love again? You know what I'm saying? If you break up with water, for real, for real, if water was like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> and water walks away in the rain, never to see you again, you're going to die, literally. Literally. Ain't no, ain't no romantic death. It's going to be actual death. Your organs is going to shut down. You're going to be in the hospital bed, lips chapped, dying like this. Ever since water left me, I just can't go. And you're out of here, man. You're done. Water is vital. Water is everything. It's the reason we are here. What do you like to do? What are your hobbies? What's your favorite thing to do in life? Hmm? What's your favorite thing to do, Chad? Uh, play with my daughter right now. Uh -huh. It's number one. Uh, play video games by myself. Yeah. <laughs> this is number two. Uh -huh. uh, and uh, talk shit with the homies. Without water, your daughter is not here. That's very You true. know why? Because you weren't here that's, to have the daughter. Yeah. That's a good point. You wasn't here to provide the pumps necessary to create Izzy. And even if I could, they'd be dehydrated pumps. Dehydrated pumps. <laughs> when you climax with them, like, <laughs> it's been like the cinnamon challenge. <laughs> Just dust inside that woman. Water is key, y'all. Drink it up. Drink it up. Shout out to my patron saints that are in here live. They are in here live in this podcast, chiming in, talking, asking questions. Shout out to my mod Afro geeks holding it down, holding the porch down, man. I appreciate y'all. Sabrina, my producer extraordinaire, is in the Bay Area right now, but she oh. is here with us You're via satellite. <laughs> Sabrina, yes, how's it going out there? Well, the weather is a uh, hundred and something goddamn degrees. Oh my god! Sweating my tits off. Oh you know. man, it's crazy out here. <laughs> the energy is high. The Warriors won, and the streets are singing. Oh, the streets are buzzing. I, I can imagine. You're looking pretty <laughs> drunk on social media yesterday, huh? Yes. <laughs> is it really a hundred degrees today? Uh, no, nah, it's 85. Oh, that's, Ooh, that's nice, man. Because it was supposed yes, to be 100 out there when she did the early look. But, man. Uh, but the weather was like, no, nah, I'm going to switch it up. I got Chaz in here. Hey. 
Thanks, man. Because he's homeless I right am. now. <laughs> Studio-wise, he's he's here just, you know, homeless in the studio. Yeah, I didn't want to sit in the car for three hours. Right. So I had to come right back. I respect it. I appreciate you. I respect it. So we here with Chaz. We got Sabrina. We got Chaz. We got Amir on the ones and twos. Come on, baby. We got a full house. It's a full house. Cardio. Oh, oh, baby. It's a full house and verbal cardio today. I got my Chazworth. I got my patron saints. Man, we having a good time. I got IG in here, but they're about to get cut off because... Damn. Um, y'all oh, not patron saints. You just give them a teaser. I just you... give them a taste. I just give them a little taste, a little sip, <laughs> oh. and then we out of here, man. Oh, man. If y'all want to get in on this for real, for real, you got to make the commitment to join my Patreon. If not, we out. Man, you just go have to miss out, man. So anyway, I'm about to pull the plug on y'all right now, and you're uh, boom. It's a dirty game. It's out a here. dirty game out <laughs> here, man. If you want this, you got to earn it. Um. Just had Juneteenth and mm-hmm. Father's Day together. You did. Um, it side was a by glorious side. Time. Side by side. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a glorious time. I was worried about my Father's Day because this is the first Father's Day for me since the rain mm-hmm. uh, passed. So I was just like, man, because because uh, my birthday and my and Serene's birthday, I was done. Mm-hmm. I was like, I couldn't. I couldn't get nothing done. I was super emotional. Yeah, you kind of shut it down on your birthday. I shut it down, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I got nothing. I we gonna, had planned something, and then I was just like, I don't want to do nothing. We were going to pull up on you, but then I was like, may I just give you space? Yeah. I didn't want to just pull up and you just be like, get out of here. No, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> I know you wouldn't have. Oh, man, you can't do Yeah, I would have just been in the house. I, I, I would have turned mm-hmm. it on like, like and, nothing. And I didn't want you to. Yeah. You I would have been like, oh, y'all, y'all pulled up. And then we would have built in, <laughs> yeah. in the living room. But, uh, but surprisingly, you know, Father's Day, I was able to. Uh, it was it was smooth. Good. I was only like uh, watery and emotional earlier in the day when I was on the flyway back, going back home, mm-hmm. and I was posting this stuff. Mm-hmm. I was posting the pictures and the videos and the stuff, and then I was like, oh. But then, you know, when I got back home, Cecile was there. Me and Cecile hung out all day. Uh, we went to. Uh, Juneteenth, we went to Lamert Park. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with LA, Lamert Park is like the the black center of Los Angeles, pretty much. It's the little cultural center of blackness um, in LA. Um, it gets a bad reputation, but it's nice. It's nice. I thought about moving there at one point in time, but the school scores were too low. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, where the black folks at? I was like, <laughs> I was missing blacks, mm. and you know, I was tired of living. I was, I was, just be tired of living without blacks. You man. was in Burbank a long time. Man. And even before that, I'm in New Mexico. Blacks are scattered. Mm. You know, I come from a rich, a rich black, black proud people population. Like, you know, Chicago, I was I was dipped in black. Right. You know, uh, shoot, Sabrina's been there now. And, like, you've seen how black the South Side is. And yeah, I like it. Yeah. So it's just like. I was raised in that, so, you know, living in New Mexico and now living in Cali, it's just like, man, I miss blacks. <laughs> and so when I go to Lamert Park, I'm just like, mm, mm, oh, oh, blacks. You know what I, I miss? Uh, I can't remember. I was, somewhere, I was somewhere, and then, uh, you know, some girl, she got her hair done, black girl, and I was like, oh, I miss the smell. You know, you know that <laughs> yeah, smell I know exactly of the hair? What you're about. I was like, yeah, I ain't smell that. Yo, was Mexican. I was like, I ain't smell that in a minute. <laughs> I was like, to me. I was like, oh, let me uh, just. Blacks. I was like, is this weird? <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's like, you know, whenever I go to Lemur Park, Lemur, when I went last year for uh, 
Juneteenth. I was out there just dipped in the blackness. Mm-hmm. That's why I call COVID too. Mm-hmm. But uh, me and Sabrina <laughs> dipped in COVID. We got COVID <laughs> that day. <laughs> we got COVID that day. But but that's neither here nor there. But it was uh, black COVID. It was black COVID though. But it tore our asses loose. <laughs> me and Sabrina was down for the count. Oh, y'all got that COVID. first batch of COVID too. No, nah, it was the second. It was oh, second round. The beginning of the second the second. batch because this was yeah. 2021. Y'all were down. Man, we was down for the count. You lost weight though. I need that COVID weight loss. I'm still undefeated, that. God damn, I got on the scale today, man. It lied to me initially, but then it gave me the real. I was like, man, I just, I got to <laughs> get it. What you mean it lied to you? It, it said the weight that it was. I was like, oh shit, I went way down. <laughs> then you and then I got on. back on it. And I was like, oh, this is the real bullshit. You're supposed to just leave with your self esteem. God damn, man. I should have never got back on it, but I've been living a lie. Because I knew what I saw wasn't reflected in the numbers. But anyway. So, mad blackness. We just out there. It was packed. Um, I got a bunch of you know products, some some butters and sea mosses, and you know. Um, oh, I need sea moss. Yeah, I got some sea moss. Um, got some shea butters. Got a <laughs> smoothie. Had some good vegan tacos, and then we left. We did a quick. It was a quick in and out, and then uh, sincere and I. We made a couple stops along the way and then um, went back to the crib, watched Shaun of the Dead. Oh, Shaun of the Funny oh. Movie. Shaun of the Dead together. It's a classic. Uh, oh. we, me and him was cracking up. We was laughing. This is the part of the Shaun of the Dead that had us cracking up the hardest. It was the it was towards the end of the movie. All the shit is hitting the fan. You know what I'm saying? The, uh, the friend that was actually still pining for Sean's ex. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just like, man, you loved her the whole time. And like, you know, all of this is coming. And then his girl was like, I, I knew it the whole time. I just, I, I've come to terms with it. You need to just be honest with yourself. And then they had their whole exchange. And then he's like, well, you know what? I'm out. And he was just standing by the window. <laughs> like an idiot. Like an idiot. And they like, you know, the zombies on the other side of the window, <laughs> the zombie, and they like, Ugh. and I'm just like, yo, he is clearly going to get snatched up by these zombies. Why is he standing back to the window? Right. When they snatched his ass up and just started pulling his guts out while he's just sitting there alive Aww. still, me and Sincere <laughs> would just die because it was a horrible death. They just took his legs off. <laughs> it was just like, it took his head off, and I was just like, this is hilarious. That's a great movie. Oh, man. Sean man. Dead, man. I know that movie verbatim. That movie That's is a so good time. Good. And then the cap, to cap the night off, if you haven't seen Shaun of the Dead, spoiler alert, but you you know you should have watched it by now. Um, they the final scene is them playing video games, and me and Cecile were both like, "It's time," and we retreated <laughs> to our our little separate rooms okay. and played video games. You hopped in uh, Call of Duty. I did Call of Duty. Okay. He did you know Overwatch and whatever they be playing. Mm-hmm. Probably playing Valorant. That's probably what it something. Is. Yeah. And so that's how we ended the night. Why didn't y'all play together? You didn't hop in the game with them. I don't know how to play that game. That's a PC game, bro. You, yeah, it's I ain't only no PC. keyboard and mouse. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's hard. Oh. It's very hard. Every yeah, match right. you're going to play, at least it's at least 30 minutes plus every match. Yeah, I'm not up to par. I'm not. Yeah, that's a. it's a competitive game. I don't, I don't like learning new games, man. I don't. Why I, I want to play Call of Duty, but I'm like, I don't like being trash. And you got to like, you got to like work to be better. 
You know what I mean? It takes some practice. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's not dedication, really. though. That's I mean. just about any game. Any game you play online, you're going to have to get – you either and strive to get better, but if you try to play casually, I think That's why I play a lot mm-hmm. of one-player games. I play, like, Ghost of Tsushima has been my shit. Little, little my favorite adventure game. games yeah. or whatever. Shifu, have you heard of it? Yeah. Shifu's been fire. Mm-hmm. I like to play a game I can end it by myself without the pressure of letting the team down. Oh, okay. I hate that. Who is this? They be talking shit into your little sex boxes be coming up. Yo, be, do you remember one time you played – Played zombies with me and the Baker Boys. Yes, and I we, remember this very and we, well. <laughs> and we built that little thing where you could hop plane. on it and fly away. Yes. And we left you. Yes, I was <laughs> on the way. I'm like, oh, Chaz. And then I had to fight my way across. You was on the roof with them zombies <laughs> by myself. It was that black a... Black Ops Two? Yeah, it was one of those Black Ops that had the good zombies where you could you could actually uh, get all the pieces to build that plane. And, and this is like ten off. years ago. This had to be Black Ops Two, I think. Yeah. Black Ops 2 was 10 years ago. This guy be but, close to 10 years ago, right? Yeah. And then I remember, dog, like, you guys were on the other side, and I was by myself, like, going through. I'm shooting them down. I'm running. But the fact that you survived that And long I almost is got to y'all. Yeah. I died at that very yeah. end. Because <laughs> it was like, yo, we built it, and then I hopped on, and then, you know, Chaz. <laughs> I was <Yeah>. like, <laughs> zombies is cr- Zombies is crazy. Zombies and now, is and nowadays, it's even. And more insane. Oh like, my god! Oh, I went to Waverly High School in uh, in Michigan, Lansing, Michigan. Someone's asking. Sin Sing. Yeah. Um, Sing City is that is that what they call it? That's what I call what it. They call it. You know what I'm saying? I was called Sing City or, or Cap City. Gotcha. Because it's the capital. Oh, of I thought Michigan. they was lying in that city. I thought that's why you said Cap City. No, no, that's before no, before Cap became a. It's the, yeah, yeah, definitely before Cap became a term. You capping right now? Because <laughs> yeah, even in Virginia, uh, Richmond's the cap. They call it Cap City too. Yeah, Richmond. Richmond's the capital. Also, oh, I was in the Cap. Yeah, yeah. never knew. It's you not the it's not the <laughs> popping city in Virginia, it, but it nah. is the capital. Definitely wasn't no. the popping city. Uh, what's the popping city? Virginia Beach. Yeah. Yeah. Norfolk and all of that. Virginia Beach. Shout out to Virginia, man. Y'all be pulling up for you, boy. It's a good time in Virginia. I like it. I hold it. How many there. cities have you sold, sold out in? Uh, Like, you mean a complete yeah. 100% sellout? Yeah. Um, complete 100%. List. I got. I, I keep. I keep. Track. I love that you keep that list handy. Oh man, I keep, <laughs> I keep track, man. Cause I'm already a box office nerd. You think I ain't gonna nerd on my own box office receipts, man? Come on, Give man. Give me the numbers. I'll baby. be disingenuous. Okay, Atlanta is 100. Mm-hmm. percent Uh, Toledo, but that was only one night. Mm-hmm. That's um, good though. Austin is 100. percent Nice. Come Virginia on. Beach is 100. percent Come on. Omaha is 100. percent That's one show. Omaha. Philadelphia is 100. percent All right, Philly. Come on. Uh, Nashville is 100%. Nice. New York City is 100%. Come on. Chicago is 100%. Side time. DC is 100%. Let's go. Chocolate City. Those are the those are the 100%ers right there. You need there. to do theaters in all those cities next time. Yeah. That's what, seven, eight? That's, uh, I'm not counting the one-nighters, so DC, Chicago, Nashville, Philly, Virginia Beach, Austin, Texas, Toledo, Oh, that's a one night, not Toledo, Atlanta. Why but you... you know, Phoenix sold the most tickets last year. Mm-hmm. So they, even though they were eighty eight percent, they still sold more tickets than. And the venues larger there also. Venue larger, and it was it was more shows. Um, but you're going back this year to Phoenix? Yeah, no, you're not. Uh. Uh-uh. I'm not, I, didn't, I didn't go back to any city I did last year mm. just because I wanted to hit the cities I didn't hit last Very year. Very smart. So, um, 
very smart. Plus, I got to get my set list together, man. I got to I gotta come with a new set. Yeah. I can't just come back and we just heard this. Oh, yeah, I did. Well, yeah. did you hear? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Atlanta, I could have came back because Atlanta was the first weekend I had been out since the rain passed, so I, I didn't have my feet together mm-hmm. set list-wise. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what I, I was just up there mm-hmm. winging it. But uh, I'm coming to Detroit uh, this year. So, yeah. But forget all that, man. I don't want to hear about all that in the podcast. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, but speaking of comedy and stand-up, mm-hmm. and Sabrina, I know since you've been around comedy for a long time now, I know you're going to notice this too. Comedians that run the light. Mm. I probably spoke about this on Verbal Cardio before, but I, I think I, need, I just need to do this damn near Once a month. Once a month. <laughs> Comedians, stop being greedy with the stage time. Stop Running the light. It's, you, you're being selfish. It's like the biggest faux pas in comedy. Yeah. One of them, mm-hmm. right? It's up there. Right. But people do not give a shit. They don't. But there's no repercussions selfish. anymore, bro. Right. Like, people used to not get booked. You get your yeah. mic cut off. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's no repercussions anymore. I'm bringing back repercussions. <laughs> you have to. With my show. Yeah. Like, Tony Baker and Friends, if you run the light, a, either A, I'm not bringing you back, mm. or I'm, I'm cutting the mic off. How much time after that time hits? So I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a give, you, I'm a give you a grace period. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a grace period. Of? Of two minutes and, and some change. Okay. That's enough time. That's when I'll be like, hey, By the time you see that light, okay. Let me five minutes, your mic should be cut. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to start walking up to the stage. And that was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or clap him off I'm going to get close to the stage and just sit there <laughs> right in the front. And if you Leg to, on the stage. That's when they do this. Uh, turn their back. Yeah. You, you see to the me. Other audience. You see me. Now you got to play the wrap it up music when they do the speeches at the. Oh, yeah. At the award oh, show. I got to bring the, or- the orchestra. <laughs> the orchestra. The orchestra, man. Um, for for those of you that are outside the comedy community, running the light means a, a stand-up comedian has a set amount of time they should do. 10, 15, 7, 20 minutes, whatever. And so when they go past that, they're running the light. Now, what the light means is they get lit by this club to let you know, hey, you're at the 18-minute mark. It's about that time to start wrapping it up. Now, comedians will, either they're killing and it's good to them, and it's just like, no, nah, a few more pumps. <laughs> I got to keep it going. They want to stay up there and be like, man, the audience don't want me to go. I got to keep it going. They'll do that. Um, or they they did okay or they didn't do good, But so they're trying to fish for that, that strong joke so they can end off on a high note. Mm-hmm. And I get it. It's desperate measures. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, or... Or they was doing good the whole set. The last joke didn't land the way they wanted to, so they started digging around for that pop at the end. Or they're OGs, and they feel entitled. They feel like, you know, I've been doing this for years. You should be honored to have me on your show. I'm going to stay up here and do all the time I want. Man. And then I'm like, why'd you even agree to the time then? Right. Why? Hey, you got 20. Yeah, all yeah. right. That sounds perfect. Right. Yeah. <laughs> why even? You got it. You know, and so I'm bringing back the ramifications for running the light. Let's do it. I see it in these shows. Comedians be up there hosting, and they be running the light. They be doing extra time, doing too much time in between comedians when it wasn't even needed. They didn't even bomb before you came back. Get your ass off the stage. Hosts are really bad. Not white hosts. Black hosts. Black hosts. (laughs) They be milking the clock. Really bad. 
Now, mind you, when I host Tony Bacon Friends, I'll be doing a lot of time. Mm-hmm. But I also bring the people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, I produce the show. So I'm I'm going to do time on my show. You should do your time at the end, though. No. I do it at the beginning, and sometimes I do it in the in-betweens. Mm-hmm. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's... You know, if you are the producer of the show right. and you brought the butts, then do as much time as you want. I still don't try to abuse it. Right. I still try to get everybody up. And You're not doing matter. 15 in between these Exactly. Places. But, like, you know, these cats that are hosting shows, the show isn't even about you. And you just up there doing time? Yep. Enough. Whether it was open mics, which was the worst. I hate it, hosting open mics. Whether yeah. it was... Uh, and I hated being the dude about to go up on a show that has 20 comics. Yeah. And you're just like, uh Because if you run the light, then the next person might run the light a little right, bit. And right. now the next person might run the light a you're little bit. To get now, your time back. Right. now the show is way over time. Now it's a four-hour show. Exactly. <laughs> and then to the OGs, if you're listening, if you're watching, I don't care what you've done. Get your ass off the stage, man. <laughs> I get it. You've been the comedy... Uh, genius years. for 80 years. You've been doing this. You know what I'm saying? You got movies. You got hit TV shows. But you weren't on the flyer. I didn't use your name to sell these mm. tickets. Mm-hmm. You just popped up. You're a treat for sure. And if you want to do time, you go at the end. Yeah, you don't put people on the flyers. No. That is all just you. That's, what, that's why that. I literally just be like, you know. I even think about that. That's a great point. So it's just like, I can see, if, like, if I put Dave Chappelle on the flyer. No doubt. And he runs the light. Well, Chappelle. <laughs> Chappelle just filled the room up. All right. You know what I mean? But if you just going up, get your ass off the stage. I get it, man. I get it. You've been doing this. Right. You had a little Netflix special. Right. 15 minutes. Man. Right. Get your ass off the stage. <laughs> Sick of it, man. Agreed. And I know I know a lot of people don't want to say nothing or they don't want to make the comedians mad or they just... But the, this, this message is for the for the bookers and producers that are tired of comedians running the light. Are you tired of comedians running the light <laughs> on your show? Are you sick of these cats up there milking the clock and making the show extra long? Comedians, are you tired of just sitting there waiting when you thought you was going right up and they tell you, I'm bringing you right up, and they don't bring you right I up? Like are you sick of this? To me. I feel are you like, sick of this? Are like you this the comedian that are, that's running the light? Are you doing this? Are you the criminal here? Mm. Stop running the light. We bringing the penalties back. Penalties. <laughs> okay? I've been guilty. I've run the light before, but I've learned. Yeah. I've learned. I remember one time I was running the light at Amsterdam. Chaz was like, all right, Tony, get your ass off the stage. <laughs> I was hosting. Yeah. You was, was fed up. I was like, you know what? That really sat with me. I was like, you know what? I was, I was going long. You know what I'm saying? That was selfish to me. Oh, good. It was feeling good to me. Uh, but which happens. When you be rolling, and then, oh, uh, you know what I hate? Y'all want me to stop? Oh, man. Hey man, they, they, they want me to keep going. They want me they to said, keep going, dog, bro. They want me to keep going. What What you want from me? They want me up here, dog. Get your ass off. <laughs> Just get off the stage. Less is more. I'll be like, all right, keep that. I keep that in my log. Got you, bro. I see what kind. You know of what the best feeling is as a comedian to to go up there kill, and they don't want you to leave, yeah. but you kill so hard you leave them wanting more. Right. You give them blue balls. Right. <laughs> right. You have them there like, oh, God, just please, just, just give us another pump. I need it. Yeah. Leave them wanting more, man. Don't overstay your welcome. Don't overplay your hand. But anyway, I just wanted to get that off my nipples, man. Um, When I did 
uh, Keon's show in San Diego. Mm-hmm. I asked for five. Keon was trying to give me ten. I said, yeah. I don't have ten. I had a solid five. I had. You did five? I had five that I had planned out. Yeah. And so I did my five. and I But that light, I couldn't find it. It was like uh-huh. a little red light. at top. It was like real close to the stage. Yeah. I'm looking for the light. I hit five. I'm like, I'm out of jokes. So I'm yeah. just talking. I'm just like, okay. Oh. Uh yeah, so but I'm like, you know, yeah, I'm like still trying to be funny, but I'm like, where the hell is this light at? Right. But do you know you've been there, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're do you have your What's the name of the place? It used to be the Comedy Palace. Yeah. But it's called something, something else, else now. Something else now. That's what it's called. Something else. But now. I, I I barely remember the palace. All right. Well they had this, it was like a light right above. Cause I'm yeah. looking in the back. Uh, and I was like, where in the hell is the light? And I was like, I know it's been. Yeah. Five minutes. I got it. So I think I did seven and a half. Oh, you ran the light. Well, I couldn't find the light. I was looking for it. I swear. And you I got off and I told light. Keon, I said, yo, my bad, dog. I could not find the light. Yeah. And Keon was like, I wanted you to do 10. Your debut back. Yeah, it was good. You ran the it felt great, though, man. I felt like. You going to quit again? I wasn't, probably. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. I didn't feel the nerve. I didn't feel nothing. I was like, oh, this is. I do this. This is. It felt super regular. Yeah. So I'm taking bastard. all bookings. You dirty Book bastard. Bookman now. <laughs> dirty bastard. Sabrina, what you got going? Man, wait. I, I remember this one time where uh, a comedian ran the light. They were interrupted. And they, they took that interruption like, oh, I'm about to kill y'all with this. And ran the light for no... Like, it was like the worst ending ever but you could see it in their face that they were like yo i'm about to kill y'all and i'm just like please get off this stage w- this was been... yeah you were there do you remember the comedian oh yeah 100 percent. text me the comedian so i can remember and then be like oh yeah and i can uh it was just it was just like they were just so determined to get this joke off yeah and... <laughs> <laughs> That I was just like, all right, this joke better be good. Um, I've, I've been there though. You're like, I need to end this. Yeah, I need to. I need to get. Also, when you when you do a when you have a good set and your ending doesn't hit, yeah, it feels like you had a bad set. It does. It's it's a big problem. And you're yeah. like, I can't end like this because. Mm-hmm. But you can you can have a bad set and have a good ending, and you feel and like you feel like you did murdered him. <laughs> like man, you lucky you had a good climax. Woo! Save the show, baby. Yeah. Ah, you. you it was like a twist ending to a mediocre uh, movie. Exactly. Oh, didn't see that like, coming. Oh, oh, <laughs> you slippery bastards. That's how I felt about Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in America. That movie sucked for two hours. If that was a comedian set, <laughs> that set was mediocre until the very end. That last joke was the punch. That ending, I was like, I want people to see that ending, and the ending was worth it, but don't watch the first two hours of that movie. You can watch <laughs> the last 30 and be hyped. Because that ending was great. Yeah. Yeah, because I was pissed. Yeah. I was like, man, this movie sucks. Slow. Slow okay. and it sucks. I was ready to rip that movie to shreds on my review. But the ending. But yeah. Oh, I, I remember what you're talking about, Sabrina. Who's the comic? Yeah. Who I remember what you're talking about. And then I think that was also, I mean, this one is pretty much out there, but when Black Ron <laughs> did a special. Oh, Black Ron did a. <laughs> first of all, Black Ron was killing as usual. But he just killing. did. He just did mad time. Who who show was it? Just a regular show. Keep your distance. Oh, he ran that light to keep your distance. Tough. But the thing is, he had already he had already negotiated longer time with Kev mm-hmm. beforehand. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't think Kev knew it was gonna be this much time. Oh, they didn't have a specified number. So it, it was like he did a special. 
He was like, mm-hmm. yo. Which one was this? This was. Uh, was it outside? Yeah. It was yeah. when we were still outside at the old spot. And Black Ron did a special. He, he, did, he a slow. He like a slow burn kind of. He did like 30 minutes. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, man. I think I remember so which one you talking funny. about. Yeah. He's mad funny. Mad funny. <laughs> so it was, it was it just was funny so because funny. I'm like, yo, he doing a whole special. And I kept looking at Kev. And I was just laughing at Kev. Because he was just, you know. Because me, whenever comedians run the light, I'll be texting Kev. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> they running the light. <laughs> and you can't just go up there and be like, yo, you're done. Yeah. You, you stop. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just I'm going to start there. doing that. I'm, I'm interrupting. I'm going to be like. Mitchell, you're done. It's over. Yo, man, you running the, the light. The mic cut off. I'm about to be a tyrant. Is insulting. Not <laughs> insulting, but that, that hits you. The mic cut off. I'm telling you, man, I really just want to set it up. I'm and gonna... then I was like. Mm-hmm. They don't get up there and be mad. They be hitting the mic. Y'all can hear me? The mic off? What I really want to establish at Flappers when I start doing Tony Bacon Friends, I'm going to just have them have an orchestra sound set up to where I can bring in the Academy Award orchestra music. So then they be telling their jokes. The violin and the horns start coming in, and then they start wrapping it up. It's all sad too. Yeah, because it's like, all right, you gonna run the light? Yeah, get the the crowd in on it. Yeah, they just start clapping. You be in midway through your set, then all of a sudden everybody start clapping. Uh, uh, All right, I I guess, I guess that's it. They were like, "What the hell?" (laughs) My name is (laughs) Elliot. We gotta start getting strict, or else they're just gonna keep abusing. It's ridiculous, bro. Yeah, man, it's ridiculous. And flappers, they they gonna try to, they probably gonna try to muscle Jay Leno on my show again. And so oh, I'm like, man. <laughs> they was they was determined. They was like, can we can we get Jay Leno on your show? I, was like, I don't like doing you know pop ups, mm-hmm. you know throw ins. They was like, they was adamant. I was mm-hmm. like, man, just, just put him up there. He did good though. He did good, of course. Well, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, it was I just know. the fact that you know and he, yeah. he didn't he didn't abuse his time or nothing. And this was my headliner weekend. This wasn't mm-hmm. Tony Baker and Friends. Mm-hmm. And so man, they, they shouldn't have done that. Yeah, they, they shouldn't have done that. They was yeah. really like. <clears throat> we want to put Jay Leno on. They didn't so have on. anything to do with you. Wait a second. No. They put yeah. Jay Leno on your headlining weekend? Yeah. No. They just threw him up. Hey, man. Jay Leno can go to his own headlining <laughs> weekend. <laughs> <laughs> what? They threw him up. They really wanted him because I shot it down and they was just like, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, you really. No, and I get it. Like, Jay Leno was giving lifeblood to the club, especially post-pandemic. For sure. So I get why they were yeah. doing it, but it was just like. It's, it definitely feels like it's that's more of a personal thing. Like, don't, you know, you, you're doing your thing. Yeah. And no disrespect to Jay Leno, but it's like. Well, you did a hey, favor. Man, you did yeah. a favor for you're Flappers. Right. You did them a solid. Because you sure as hell. They shouldn't even ask you that. I'm not going to ask somebody who's a, a star who's done what he did to come on your show on your weekend. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That. Uh, no. It was uh Yeah, but Jay Leno was on every show that month. Yeah, like, he, was like, a, he was like he was he was the face of the club. I'm sure he was he probably be working on stuff. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, but it's like he they used him for you him to use you as like practice, basically. I get it. Yeah. Like I get it. Um you know, it was. He was on a Black and Proud show. He was. On a <laughs> he was everywhere, show. and I, I get it. You know, he was breathing lifeblood into the club. Juneteenth show, yeah, Jay Leno. He was, he was in the mix, but it was. It was like you know, I was like, nah. But they was like, come on, man. I was like, oh. all right, man, shit. But uh, and Black Ron, Black Ron is funny, man. He's mad funny. Great comedian. He's I, so funny. He's so funny, man. I like, I like, uh, I like teasing Black Ron about his hard bottoms. And suits 
You know what I'm saying? But uh, Black Ron is solid, man. It's only a matter of time before Black Ron is in the stratosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, we call, him, we call him in here. He's got something special on who's a, stage. Who's the comedian you've seen uh, outside your initial core group that you'd be like, oh, okay, this guy's got it. This guy's got everything. He's, he's You mean on the, on the newer side? On, like, yeah. the come-up side? Yeah, outside of everybody um, that you know. <laughs> uh, Out of your crew. And and I'm using crew as in a large range of comedians you know, not the... I feel like B.T. Kingsley is underrated. Yeah. BT's in the, but B.T.'s your crew, though. Oh, okay. So outside of... Oh, he's, he's Fred. Okay. Uh, but, you, no. but you're 100% right about B.T. Man. 100%. And he's been like that for a while. Yes. Yeah. Um, Tony, you know who I would say. Who? Who you, who you got, <laughs> oh, Sabrina? Vladimir? Yo, Vlad... Vladimir, what's his last name? Kamano. I don't think I heard of him. Kamano, uh, he's out of New York. Okay, he's mm-hmm. uh, he's been on my show several times. Okay, he's done my shows at Flappers, and he did Keep Your Distance before. Okay, Dominican Cat Mad from uh, from New York. Okay, he be he be cracking me up, man. It's just the way, yeah. it's just the way that he talks and delivers. It's it's a real like chill delivery. Mm-hmm. Like even oh, now, hands in his pocket. Hands in his pocket now. <laughs> he just purposely <laughs> went hands in his pocket. Even more chill. Oh, he was standing there, hands in his pocket. He'll grab the mic stand, lift it up, put it back down, and then go back <laughs> and hands in the pocket. And it's just uh, what's his last name? Laughing Vlad is his laughing Instagram. Vlad. Yeah. Laughing Vlad. He's just funny, man. Um, I really enjoy his comedy a lot. I feel like Kanisha is on her way to explosion if she can keep up the momentum yeah. that oh, she yeah. builds. Because the set that she cultivated from life mm-hmm. and that she was doing on Keep Your Distance, I was like, yo, if she can keep this up, yeah. she'll she'll explode. Kanisha needs somebody to check on the road with her, but she has so many issues at times. Yeah, health-wise. Exactly. Health-wise. Health-wise, you know. Mm-hmm. She got she got stuff she got other stuff to work on. Yeah. And that's why I say if she can stay she's like that, you know, uh not to be this extreme, but just like, you know, those those shining stars that just, you know, mm-hmm. they be either overthinking it or getting in their own way or just mm-hmm. doing too much shit or just that's like That's why she just needs somebody to be like, come with me. Yeah. Let me show you the ropes. If you can right. stay healthy, I feel like she's an athlete. If you can stay healthy. If she can stay healthy, <laughs> consistent and on it, man. Yeah. The, the sky's the goddamn limit. Uh I had her on a I see my society and uh, I laughed the moment we started yeah. to the moment we ended. She's probably one of the funniest people. Cause she's she's energy, man. Yeah. She's energy. She has a, a great a great look, a unique voice, a mm-hmm. unique perspective, and she's a woman. And it's just like these are the things that you know people are are looking for and gravitating towards. Right. And and it's not like you know a lot of people that they put on, they just be they be all right. Mm-hmm. No, she's like so the, authentic. The people, the 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 comedians that the the industry latches on to, yeah, it just be like. Man, I mean, I know, I know a bunch of funnier. There's you know. a there's a few people like like uh, Daniel Tosh. I never got Anthony Jessel Jessel Jesselnick. I never really got. Yeah, I go like, oh, okay, uh huh, right. I go like, are they just like handsome white dudes? Yeah, or are they like there's like there's some cats. I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't know why the big push. Yeah, I go like I don't get. There's it. a lot of comedians like that. Why just be like the stuff be clever. Mm-hmm. 
But it's not funny. And there's this, there's another dude mm. who has a Netflix special. <laughs> I forgot. Dang, I can't remember his name. A little nerdy uh, white dude. He'll, he'll bring out like, I like him because he'll bring out, gra- I can see the appeal, but it's like graphs and charts yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, and I go like, dang, I like you, bro, but I just wish this was funnier. Yeah. I go like, I love the different, did, did you watch Miss Marvel by chance? I watched the first episode last night. I, <laughs> I went off subject, but uh, I love the way it's shot. Uh-huh. Like, I love how creative it is, yeah. the way they were using the text message and stuff. It's yeah. colorful. Like It's super colorful, creative. Yeah. Like, you know, throughout the whole episode, it was like I little, loved it. Yeah. But I was also like, oh, this is not, like, for me. This is really childish in it's a way. Definitely, it's definitely playing young. But here's yeah. what I respect about Miss Marvel, the, uh, the ethnic vibe to it. Mm-hmm. They made her parents Pakistani mm-hmm. with accents right. that dip in and out of their native tongue. Right. And I like that. Yeah. Like, you know, normally like, oh, we we, we diversify in the cast. <laughs> right. But if you look at them, we got they, a Muslim. they look super American or right. just like, you know, are they really? Right. Then you look up there. You they know. even had a character who was a lighter skinned Muslim. Yeah. And they were talking about her difference. She was like, yo, I'm not light enough for them. I'm not yeah. dark enough for this. And I was like, they really wanted to tackle. These type of conversations. Uh, these type of conversations. And the actress that they cast as Ms. Marvel, she's really Muslim. She's yeah. really Pakistan. So I'm just like, this is dope. And Trevina right was in that piece. I haven't seen her yet. She oh, wasn't yeah, in the first she's episode. episode two. Yeah. That's right. So, but just coming from that standpoint of just like giving us a different perspective of, you know, culture. Yeah. And her having the argument with her parents and stuff like that. And I'm just like, yo, this is dope. Yeah. This is... <laughs> Huh? What'd you say, Sabrina? You know, you know what my favorite thing about different cultures is? Mm. Different foods. Mm-hmm. Oh. Indeed. Hell yeah. Speaking of and food, you... mm. Green Chef got that food on deck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? They got the premium and organic ingredients with seasonal produce, premium proteins, and organic ingredients you can trust. About to pull my pants down. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. You can get access to unique farm-fresh ingredients like figs, dates, and artichokes, plus sustainably sourced seafood. You know what I'm saying? First of all, figs are, are slept on. Figs are slipping. You remember how like remember how popular fig newtons were oh in the nineties? <laughs> Even figs now, like you know, I have to keep myself away from those things. Just, they're, they're they're really strict, but they're like doper raisins. Like yeah. figs are because yeah. like when, growing up, it was a weird fruit. Yeah, I didn't even know it was a fruit for real. It's like fig newtons. I just knew fig newtons. Because Fig Newton, they used to have a commercial where you could break it yeah. and then put it back together. Yeah, I was great. like, oh, oh, my head exploded. <laughs> but it didn't taste like the traditional fruit. Right. I was growing up with the process. I didn't know fig was a fruit by itself. Me neither. Yeah. Like fig, because it don't sound like a fruit. Right. Yeah, let me get the fig. Let me get some figs. Get it looked like branches and some shit. Where your figs at? Hell yeah, where the figs at, man? Um, it's convenient and easy. Time-saving recipes, packed with fresh produce, vibrant colors, Helps you make the most out of those long, hot summer days. Green Chef saves you time by cutting down on weekly meal planning, prepping, and grocery shopping. That's that's a that's a major key. Mm-hmm. Planning your meal. Mm-hmm. Like, man, what are we gonna eat tonight? And then you're running around, you're doing all kind of stuff, and then you just like, oh goddamn, man, right. this already. And I got my nephew in town right now. Oh man. So I'd be like, yo, what you want to eat, kid? And yeah. then he was like, uh, he'd just be like, yep. uh, 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 uh,
Um, That's a hard question. I said, man. look, man, here, here's your selections. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Everything's made. You got to put right. this in a microwave. Yeah. That's it. Man. Convenient. That takes away so much stress, so much wear and tear on your soul when you already got it planned out, prepped, mm-hmm. and all that. Pre-measured and prepped ingredients come straight to your door, leaving you with more time to savor the sunshine. Green Chef's pre-made and pre-measured sauces, dressings, and spices get you more chef-curated flavor in less time. They get the variety, too. Green Chef offers 24 always-changing recipes to choose from every week uh, so you never get bored. Green Chef's expert chefs curate every recipe so you can enjoy restaurant-quality dishes at home without compromising on taste. Um... Some of the favorites at Green Chef recipes include um, they got steak and butternut squash. Come on. They got a steak and butternut squash salad. Come on. So if you if you want you if you want a robust salad, that's the move. They got green pea falafel with tahini. I love falafel. Salmon with uh ooh, salmon. fatouche salad. Ooh, a what? Fatouche salad. I don't, know I don't even is. know if I'm saying that right. Fatouche? fatouche. Is that right, Sabrina? Uh, Fatouche, 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 Fatouche. Yeah, man, that's a good ass time, man. Um, Green Chef is dope because what I like about it is you got the variety, you got the you got the organics, you mm-hmm. got the flow, you got the different recipes. You can switch it up, you can get creative, and it's all easy. You ain't got to do all that grocery shopping. You ain't got to run to the store. Right. Sometimes you run to the store so long, when you get back, you don't even feel like cooking no more. That's a lot of work. So now you went after. to the grocery store, but then you still ordered out because time <laughs> got away from it. Yep. But now with Green Chef, man, it alleviates all of that. That's why it's the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around, man. So um, they got Green Chef options for every lifestyle. Keto, mm-hmm. and paleo, mm-hmm. vegan, vegetarian, fast and fit. Mediterranean and gluten free, man. You can't beat this. No, bro. That's a, a lot of options right there. You cannot beat this, man. Uh, Green Chef is right. And it's good. I've had Green Chef. It's a good ass time. Easy to prepare, too. So here we go. Go to greenchef.com slash verbal130. Verbal130. And use the code verbal130 to get $130 off. Plus. Slap the shit out of a mirror right now. 130? 130 off. When's the last time somebody gave you $130 off of anything? Never. Ever. My insurance. That's it. And free shipping. Come on, baby. Come on. Free shipping. Come on, baby. Last time we got free shipping was slavery. (laughs) That's the last time we got free shipping. You hear me? (laughs) That's the last time. You know what I'm saying? Verbal 130. Go to greenchef.com slash verbal 130. Get that $130 off Come plus on. free shipping. That's going to save you time. It's going to save you sweat and tears on these hot-ass summers, you knew, man. You know how I know you 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 uh, mess with this ad heavy? You huh. took your glasses off. I took them off. Three. And put them back on <laughs> regularly. You know oh, what I'm saying? Tony into this. <laughs> oh, shit. Yes, man. So uh, get in on that green chef, y'all. Get in on it. It's vital, man. It's going gonna, it's gonna to save you some time in that kitchen. And it's going to be good. Uh. Uh, Sabrina had a a wonderful uh, segue. That was really dope. Oh, that was man. Did you do oh, that on thank purpose, you. Sabrina? I did. Man, um, you slippery best. Oh, that was nice. Thank it, you for the uh, the code uh, Afro Geeks. When you're appreciate so, you. I got so, a team. <laughs> you do have a great team. I got a team. When I talk about Izzy, <laughs> I don't ever call her biracial. Okay, I always mm-hmm. say Izzy's multicultural. 
I say she okay. as a multicultural mm-hmm. background because I feel like race is a construct of the mm-hmm. whole white construct. man. Whenever somebody <laughs> says construct, I always laugh. You know, because race is a construct. construct. Time's yeah. a construct. Time's a construct. It's always something like, oh, here we go. Yeah, shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Once you hear construct, I'm like, oh, brother. Uh, I feel like it's a construct of the whole white man, uh-huh. but I, I, hate, I feel like race divides. Okay, mm-hmm. but I feel like cultures are celebrated, and people pay for culture. Culture yeah. has value. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, like you, people sell culture. Mm-hmm. And even as a writer, they buy me for my black voice. Right. You know what I mean? They, mm-hmm. they like, oh, we needed somebody who understands the culture of this. Yeah. For foods, I'm coming for the culture. I love when you go into a restaurant and you, like, I feel like I'm in. Whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like, feel like I'm in Pakistan. Yeah, I'm, right I'm like, oh, I feel all this. Babu, this is amazing. Babu box. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I love, I love like saying that like cultures are celebrated, but I don't feel like races are celebrated. Okay. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. even when you see like German and it's like, I forget, what's that big ass German festival? Like a uh, uh, Oktoberfest. Yeah, 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 yeah. You go like, like they're not just white. At that time, yeah, you know what I mean. German, you, you're celebrating the German culture, exactly. In that exactly, moment. and then even when you talk about like uh, what's the Caribbean um, uh, celebrations? They have their uh, they got several. Yeah, they, they do. I think uh, there are different so times. <laughs> carnival, the carnival. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, carnival? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They wear those elaborate. Yeah, uh, they're not just yeah. Haitian or Jamaican. Like y'all right. be like, bro, this is a whole entire event. This is a whole culture. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you get to celebrate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I was like, I was really adamant about not even. Sabrina made me think about it when she actually said the cultures of uh, um, Pakistan for Miss Marvel. You know what? That's a great. I've never even thought about that mm-hmm. until you mentioned it like that. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Because now, mm-hmm. now that you mention it. Race does divide, mm-hmm. for sure. You're white, black, other, yeah. Pacific Islander. People like... always feel slighted on the other one. Mm-hmm. But cultures are celebrated differently. Absolutely. It, they're, va- they're valued differently. Yeah. You know, we look at Japanese culture is different. Right. Chinese culture, they're different. Like, right. But, but you'll say they're Asian. Yeah. And it's like, bro, that's so much more. And there's so much more in Asia besides yeah. Japan and, and China. China. You also have India, Bangladesh. It's all Asian. Mm-hmm. Cambodia. I'm like, yeah. there's so much over right. there. And each person, each thing has their own uh traditions. You know right. what I mean? They have their own culture that you can um but I hate I hate just uh lumping all that in. And then for us trying to teach Izzy, yeah. Like I'm like, no, you come from two dope proud cultures. Right. Like these are two dope proud Right. People who have fought yeah. for everything that they have, right. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who who have their their own uh, we have our own language in our way. You know, I wish, us I wish we I, I wish we, we knew too. our true I do too. language. I think about that shit all the time. Like yo, she can she can. She be talking to, to her the... mom. I'd be mad. Yeah, you have to go speak Spanish in yo front of me. Dip right into I'm the mad Spanish. for the non-racist reason. People yeah. might be like, "This is America." I'm like, oh, "You got your own private little language." You got it's jealousy, <laughs> mad jealous. I'll be jealous. Like when Sabrina be talking to her dad and stuff, and her family member, I'll be like. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Rub your culture in my yeah, face. I wish I could dip into I turn into else. a white supremacist when they talk. Oh, not here. Not in this place. Yeah, man. <laughs> we speak American here. <laughs> <laughs> but you're absolutely right, though. Like, you know, and I love the fact that, you know, a lot of people feel like they got to choose which side. Right. No. And I hate that. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I you know, hate that. man, the one thing I always respected about Sabrina from Jump is that mm. she always claimed every piece of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She always tell you, she's like, I'm Dominican and Puerto Rican with some Haitian in there. Yeah. She always says, she includes everything. She's right. not just like, yo, I'm Dominican, right. leaving it there. This math isn't going to work. 
But here's how I explained this to Izzy, even at three years old. Because right. the math works for her now because she doesn't know better. Right? Uh -huh. But I tell Izzy, you're 100% black and you're 100% Mexican. Yeah. You're not 50% of anything. Because uh -huh. I'm 100% black and your mom is 100% Mexican. You have 100% of our DNA inside you. Right. Okay, so out of that 50%, it's 100% black. My nose is bleeding. My glasses is fogged. <laughs> she just, she goes, uh huh, Papa, and she gets it immediately. Yeah. But that's what I always say. I'm like, people ask me, oh, she makes more. No, she's 100 percent black. Yeah, <laughs> she's 100 percent Mexican. Right, and that's what I want her to learn to understand and, about herself. And, and, You're not yeah. picking either. You're both. And I feel like people should always claim both. Mm -hmm. When your parents yeah. are, you know, because you, you leave one out. Yeah. And I get, I get mm -hmm. it. You, you might lean towards one culture, and and like if you're if you're more connected with a particular parent, or one parent wasn't around, yeah. you're gonna naturally lean towards one side. Right. And even sometimes, sometimes the kid that was raised by, let's say, let's say you're half white and half, uh, let's say you're Spanish and Puerto Rican, mm -hmm. or, or white and you know something else, mm -hmm. the white side raised you. Right. The other side's gone, right. but you still claiming the the side that's gone. Right. Meanwhile, you you're not gonna rep. <laughs> you're not gonna right rep here. your mom that, right. that was holding the porch down. Like, right. nah, man, white ain't cool. Right, right. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, you know, I remember my boy. He would always his mom was Spanish. Mm -hmm. His his like dad was Spain. Puerto Rican. Mm -hmm. So it was like you know, but he would always claim Puerto Rico. Yeah, he he had the Puerto Rican flag on. Like, man, when you gonna throw the Spanish <laughs> up in the, yeah. up in the middle? Your mom, you know we right. I know your mom. She right here with us. She my every, roommate. Every I day. live with them. Yeah, and you know, but yeah. I, I ain't met your dad. Where he at? Right. Your Puerto Rican dad ain't even in the equation. <laughs> you got on the Puerto Rican jacket, the right. flags. What about mom? Right. So I always like it when people represent both, all of it. No doubt. They gonna pick the coolest yeah. side. That's yeah. probably what it is. The coolest side, whatever the side that's accepted or celebrated. Exactly. I don't. I don't understand Puerto Ricans. Like you can have a drop of Puerto Rican in you, but your whole life is gonna be that drop. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Puerto Ricans. Like I love like, the pride. Yo. I love the pride. I'm like, yo, they yeah. rap. It's tough. That pride is dope. But maybe it's just the Puerto Rican blood. I don't know. No? It's so like it's thick. And heavy. I mean, like, it's, it's funny because I, I spent my whole life being asked, you know, but what are you more of? I'm yeah. Like, what? Come on, fam. Or like, and then like, you know, being Afro-Latina, like, mm -hmm. people will dead ass look at my, like, my father's side of the family uh -huh. and and be confused and be like, wait, but, oh, oh black and? No, it's not black and. It's, 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 it's every, it's black Dominican. You right. know what I mean? So right. it's like, it's, I don't know. It's always such a conversation, especially mm -hmm. outside of like the East Coast. Yeah. On the West Coast, there's so much confusion. Oh, because they, they don't even get it. They like, wait, who? What? Right. You know, what? Yeah. yeah. Trying to explain it. So what? I hear so it's what just are your, you? your Mexican is like, there's like, dog, there's so many countries right underneath the United States. So many countries. Right, right underneath Mexico. Right underneath. You got a whole continent. A whole continent. South America. Come so on. it's just like, you know, you, and, and within that, you got so many different cultures within. Right. Within South America itself, right. you know what I'm saying? It's just like, man, it, it's so much. And sp speaking of race and stuff like that and culture or whatever, so on Juneteenth, I posted I love black people mm -hmm. on my uh, – I wrote it out. Mm -hmm. I didn't just repost it. I wrote that. Mm -hmm. And I said, I love black people. Black screen, white letters. Mm -hmm. I love black people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so – and I didn't just do that for Juneteenth. I did it as a result because I was around right. black people. Right. It was like ah. – 
you know, I was out there. Mm-hmm. It was just like blacks everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Natural hair, right, just right. you know, in 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 their black selves and mm-hmm. their black spirit. I was just like, man, I love this shit. Yeah. And so I was just like, I love black people. And so it's funny to see people in the comment section feel the need to respond with, I love all people. <laughs> man. Why do you feel the need to say that when I say I love black people? Like you, you you, you're showing your hand. Yeah. What? You're showing your hand when you when you respond with that. Why not just say, Me too? But I love black people too. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Would that be included in all people? Oh my That's why literally not? the problem. Why not say me too? You know what I'm saying? Why why do we have to some people are saying, why do we have to make everything about race? Why do we have to divide everything? Mm-hmm. Like, no, like, in bro. this moment, mm-hmm. I'm talking about specifically loving black people. Right. I love black people. Right. And so when I you said that. You don't post, that, I love white people, do you? Man, how would you feel <laughs> if, I, if I posted, I love white people? Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, how much backlash would you catch from that? If I posted? Yeah. I don't think I would catch that much. You don't think so? Me personally, probably not. There would probably so. be a few people here and there. I but think it, people would trip. People, like, it would probably be like, what you mean by that? But it wouldn't be like. Well, I love black people. They, I don't, I don't they think would be, be like, you love them regardless of you know what they such do such. to us. I think you get. Some... It would be conversations like that, no doubt. But yeah. they would know that you know, and I I, I do love white people right. because that's in my DNA as well, right? Closely, mine too. In my DNA, not mm-hmm. no rape, right? Just like mm-hmm. it's it's in my direct DNA. Mm-hmm. So I love I love white people too. But when I say I love black people, people just have to come to terms with the fact that. Shit was not fair in this country. It never was. It was founded on it. And so we have to say, right. I love black people right. because that comes with a different that comes with different baggage. Right. You know, we are we are taught to, you know, idolize European beauty standards mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. get our hair straightened. Uh, you know, get get weeds, perm your hair out, straighten it out. You know what I'm saying? Black you, pride the has darker been, you are, right. the, the more unattractive you are. We have to say that we love ourselves. Black pride has been demonized since day one we got here. Right. From our songs, our languages, everything is stripped. Language snatched. Snatched. Everything. Religion, Religion snatched. Everything. Spirituality snatched. Every up. time we congregate in a place, there's right. laws. Literally what loitering was, a law so black people can't be together right. in one place and area. There's literal laws to keep us separated. Right. There's segregation. There's laws so we can't be together in one place. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's like... Black Panthers, any organization that's black, is demonized right. immediately. Black Lives Matter was demonized immediately. Everything, everything that we do that that love to love ourselves and all that is immediately demonized yeah. because we're in a country that doesn't love us right. and wasn't built with love for us. Right. So it's mm. like we have to say it. Right. White people, you don't have to say it right. because you came in this country, you stole land, right. you, you you used germ warfare, mm-hmm. you used slaves, mm-hmm. you did all this horrible shit mm-hmm. to build this country up. And then you got statues say, like, to idolize your whiteness. Right. You mm-hmm. you've created things to to celebrate whiteness. You don't have to say it. Right. You know, the, it's it's ingrained <laughs> in the very fabric of everything. Real yeah. estate, constitutional laws, yeah. everything is built around you. Of course you love white people right. because yeah, the country is for you. All of the stuff <laughs> right. that you it's, already built It's upon. a safe place. Right. I think we talked about uh, one of those episodes of Daddy Issues, the American flag being triggering. Yeah. Right? When you yeah, see yeah. it or you see it at somebody's house. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh I can't. My God. I mean, yes. Let me not hang out with these cats. And it's like, I, it's not that you shouldn't be proud to be an American. It's like, I, if it's for the sake of... I don't have that same value of like my nation. I'm proud of this nation. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I have issues with the history of this nation. So it's hard for me to embrace 
this nation as a whole and just really rip. And the nobody flag. has yeah. tried to make amends. Exactly. There's no <laughs> yeah. remorse. There's no regret. On, on, a, on a big scale. On a big scale. There's no there's right. no remorse. There's no regret. There's still racism in, mm-hmm. in the courts, mm-hmm. in the in the justice system, mm-hmm. law they enforcement. Sh- so it's hard for me to just be like, oh, forget all that. I love it regardless. Right. I'm not an unconditional love type person anyway. Right. Nope. If if you if you if, if I'm not fucking done. with you, I have limits. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's just like, nah, nah, man. You get on my nerves. I can't do this. You don't even have remorse for what you did. Right. So why would I, especially after watching black people fighting wars for this country right. and come back to the bullshit? Right. Or oh, since you since you did fight in the war, we are gonna give you extra respect now. Right. Even though you know we were shitting on, no doubt. why would we even fight for this country to begin yeah. with? Now America is 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 cool and all, it's dope. Mm-hmm. You know, I like living here. Right. But but there's issues. I'm using this country. Yeah. You know what I mean? Using it? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's I'm using the hell out of you though. Uh, yeah. th- they don't get a lot from me. I, I'm on uh, unemployment half the year, so <laughs> like I, I, I think he's getting more from you than you think. I don't think so. There, I'm uh, I don't, you know, I'm not patriotic in any in any in anything, but yeah. outside of taxes, like you, you're not. I'm not out here promoting like you know. what I mean, I'm not. I think America could take from you if you're if you're a culture pusher and you have something you can sell. America yeah. sells culture way more than they sell any. We don't ship products out. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't have a number one thing, but we're influential around the world as America. But that's right. because of us. Right. You know what I mean? We I sell think, the culture. We I sell the culture. What I was saying, what I was getting at is more so uh, how taxing co- uh, capitalism is on people just in general. So mm-hmm. I believe that that pulls a lot from people more than it is something that can just be seen as an everyday thing since we're living in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's more so how it takes away from you just in general. And it's not a thing that you can necessarily just step away from. But if you look at other parts of society that are functioning without it, that they often are better off and they feel better off as a sense of like not just self but sense of community overall they feel better and live better and yeah. that kind With, of thing. without so, the pressure of capitalism yes uh-huh yeah mm. and i think that's the part that affects us the most because we're sitting here and we're like uh like in daddy issues earlier we're sitting here talking about like man gas going up and this right, is happening right, blah, blah, right. and all of that is just seems like it's normal right, right. And it's like okay but how far is your dollar stretching and then it's like, oh man, what you got to do? And everything everybody points at is like, oh, if they ain't making no money, they broke. They don't really want to make no money. But it's right. like, how hard is it to really make money? Right. It's like I started off broken and I got money, and then realizing like, oh, I'd rather just live like this because the luxuries of having money doesn't always look the best because capitalism is pulling every time. Even no matter how much money you really make, it's still gonna pull from you, no especially right. if you're not a billionaire. I get what you're saying there for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's the part that pulls on most people is like, yeah, money, money, money. But then you get it, then it's like, man. I got it now. I got to do all these other things because you want to take care of your community and right. stuff like that. And, right. Um, yeah, capitalism mm-hmm. is just it's awful. Yeah. It's awful. But you got to use it. Like you got to use capitalism to make your community better, to make your life better, because it's the rules aren't changing, mm-hmm. right? The rules aren't changing, and it's like you have to be able to use it for your own advantage. Like I don't. That's why I never care about who wins. When it comes to voting, I tell yo, you do. She does all my voting stuff. Right. right, I go whoever you put down is who we put down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, I go. I have to make enough money where none of that shit matters. Yeah. You know, I had to make enough money that if taxes are going up, taxes are going up. If Republicans choose this, I just have to have enough money to be able to maneuver around whatever the fuck is happening because mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. And I was like, I stopped caring a while ago about what politicians choose to do right. because they won't even give women to vote the right to choose what they want to do with their own bodies. Oh, it's it's, it's yeah. ridiculous. So I was. You, I'm not putting my faith. 
yeah. as <laughs> you people. as you get like as I've gotten older or whatever, because you know how they teach it in schools like Democrat or Republican or whatever, and then they right. beef on this side like they're doing this and this right. person's yeah. doing this. You gotta not like this side, but what about this side? They're right. doing stuff. Then I, as you get older, they really do just enough like performative things to make you feel like one side is kind of doing something exactly. for you, and then in the grand scheme of things, you're still getting fucked. Exactly, overall. right? That's what people don't understand. It's just yeah. like, yo, it's what? gonna, it's gonna, whatever they do is, it's gonna help the grand scheme of capitalism move. You know the threshold forward, and America right. needs to be this, this big is, force. This is all, all I've like learned. That. When the Democrats in office, I need to go file for more unemployment and hide my money. When because I'll get more money back from the government. When Republicans in office, I get more money back for showing how much money I make as an independent business. Yeah, it's all I've learned. All I say is, who's in office? How right. do I make more money off of these dummies? God damn! I don't man. give a shit about anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit about this. I don't give a shit. Oh, I don't care. My bad. But that that being said. When you see me say I love black people, I'm specifically talking about black people in that moment. No shame. All right. I meant what I said. I said what I said. If you feel triggered by that, that is on you. When I say I love black people, I meant it. And I'm not just saying that on Juneteenth. I saw people in the comment section, well, he was saying that because it's Juneteenth. No, I'm saying it just because I love I black in people. General. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean I don't love Asians. That doesn't right. mean I don't love uh, Native Americans, that don't mean I don't love Latinos. That don't mean none of that. Right. If I posted, I love French toast, <laughs> y'all not going to come in the comment section saying, What about pancakes? Ooh, you, you don't love pancakes? I love you don't love waffles? <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't love dinner items? Yeah. Nobody's coming with that. People might come with their preference. I, I prefer waffles What about myself. English muffins? Huh? Right. I'm, I'm just talking about French toast. Right. And right now, in that moment, I love black people. Yeah. I felt it in my spirit that day, and I said it. Yeah. And, and we get to a point now where a lot of people don't even have the courage to even post that. Right. That's crazy. They don't wanna they don't wanna hurt their money or alienate their fans by saying that. Right. I'm just like, what kind of bullshit is this? Man, right. pander pondering. Is it pondering? Pandering. Whatever pandering. the one is, when you start doing pandering. that, that's when you lose me. Right. Yeah. Truthfully. When they that's how I fall off with artists and stuff like that. Really like their music, then they start they start doing that shit and I'll be like, mm. Man. Like, you know, I get it to a point where it's like, you know, everybody, like I was talking about, grand scheme is money. Right, right. But, man, that money can really make you lose yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for As sure. much as you think about, like, you know, people, like, money changes people. It definitely changes people around you if you get in. You got to like that. Yeah. It definitely changes people around you. But it also changes who that person is as well. Right, Like, right. what you going after? What you, you know, what what kind of, like, artists be like, what kind of music you was making? It was for them. And now it's for them. So it's right. like, really, you know, lose it. And realizing that you, if you have a core fan base or just anything in general, you stick to your people who really rock with you like that. Right. And you can branch out and do other stuff, but don't forget about like where you came from, like where you started mm-hmm. and all that stuff like that. You'll be just fine. You'll be just fine. You'll be you'll be good forever. And there's right. plenty of people who have and I've great noticed examples that, of that. That that you know the the people that that play to their base, their core base, mm-hmm. and they stay in that lane, mm-hmm. even if they cross over and like oh, all these other people come. And then they fade out for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. That core has never changed. That core right. is like always sad. It's something that Kevin Hart's done very well. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. you know, you get. I I feel like this as a as an entertainer, as a black entertainer mm-hmm. uh, specifically. If you get the black audience, you can you can you can live within that right henceforth. Right, because uh, the black audience is regardless of what you see in hip hop. The black audience is loyal. Mm-hmm. Like if they if they fuck with you, they're gonna hang in there. Right. They're gonna be like, yo, unless you do something corny or unless you do something that 
truly just oh and man, they're still sticking with R. Kelly. There's still a lot. They of hung them. in there with R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah. There's still a way lot of people. longer than they should have. <laughs> yeah. We're like, man, we this, don't believe y'all. Man, y'all just trying to tear this black man down. We yeah. hung in there they, for it, a long time. It's definitely time. gonna be some people that they're gonna try to you know stick by, and it's and just people still stuck sticking by R. Kelly. Still by. And no matter like the facts come out, and then people be like, man. Whatever the music, good like you know, mm-hmm. it's gonna be an excuse to yeah. you know rock with somebody or whatever the case may be. And but that's yeah, if why you stick with them for sure, and you don't do them wrong. Come on, man! Like right. that's I feel like there's an example of that in just about every culture. You right. stick to your people, and not like you gotta alienate anybody or anything no. like that. You make stuff that you enjoy, right. and you know that it's catering to the people that enjoy your stuff as well. Right. That's like that's reciprocation, man. Right. You're gonna be straight. Exactly. Right. Like the, you look at the, these other entertainers, comedians, for example, that that really tapped into their ethnic base. Look mm-hmm. at Joe Coy with the mm-hmm. Filipino mm-hmm. fan base, or mm-hmm. or even Sebastian Maniscalco with the Italian mm-hmm. fan base. You know, they're really Russell Peters. Russell Peters mm-hmm. with his fan base. They they really embraced right. who they are. <laughs> but and it's, that, a, it's important to feel rep, dog. Like yeah. it sucks to go through life and feeling like no one gives a shit about you. And then for us to celebrate the blackness, right. then it, then it's a problem. Right. Then it's like, oh, well, right. what about all? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. No, man, fuck and that. No. And it's because our culture is, they pulling from us all the time. So right. the minute that we feel like we alienated them, it's like, oh, I thought we was in it together. And I was like, ah, actually, no. I wasn't fucking with We're you just like stealing that. your culture because we can make money off of it. Yeah. So, and now. the internet is making that that line like where you used to be able to see where things came from mm-hmm. a lot like that's blurring that line really hard. Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like, man, when I had kids, I got really got to tell them like where things really came from because they would be like, oh, it was this and this, and I was like, yeah. nah, bro, you're not finna Christopher I, Columbus I, these I, roots. I, I've had a, I've had to have some talks with my nephew. He's 14 and he's in a, he's in Texas now, but then he oh, man, what was it? he was talking about? Oh. Excuse me. He was just talking about America in general, mm. and and I wasn't gonna take this away from him. He was like, "Oh, America is great. Proud to be American. Not gonna take that away from him." Yeah, you know what I mean? Because I was like, "I just this generation is being raised differently, but mm-hmm. we're getting further and further away from the '60s, right?" Yeah. And I'm I'm seeing now that even a lot of kids I talk to, because even like some of the cats who are younger, under 30, mm. are very like pro-America, which is great. Yeah. Right. I don't have a problem with that. Right. As you go, like, you can't lose the education behind it yeah like cats like you know my mom was born in the 60s when i grew up we got a great i grew up you know born in 85 young as hell but she's 58 (laughs) yeah so it was just like they were big on teaching us yeah because they weren't they you know my mom was alive when martin luther king died yeah you know what i mean she's like i remember the riots in cleveland yeah she was like i was right that's my mother yeah you know what i mean i'm 36 we're directly connected directly connected right exactly my mom lived through all that so for them to see the movement happening yeah but now when i went to a white high school Uh you get uh desensitized you you, your education isn't the same as when i was in a black school yeah so you get further removed from the Mm -hmm. struggle the come up the right all, all those and so mm-hmm. even with my daughter, like, it's why it's like, it's so important. I'm like, she's never, I don't see anything that she would just randomly run into that's pro-black. Yeah. Like, if I don't teach her, if I take her somewhere, she'll never right. see it. Right. Yeah. And she might see it on her Mexican side because she's here. Yeah. But on just the black side, I'm like, man, if I don't show you right. and teach you these things. You got to be intentional with the you showing You have to be intentional. Nowadays. But my nephew same. He hasn't gotten that. Right. You know, so I was like, oh, yeah. I got Where's it. your nephew from? He's he's a military kid, so he's been all over. Where he's living now? He's in Texas now. What part? I want to say they're outside of Dallas, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Okay, Dallas is good. But but they're also but also there. So she's out the military now. But he was he, he grew up in Seattle for some years, Michigan mm. for some years. Oh, he's been yeah, in Seattle's Oklahoma 
Mm, you know what I mean? Uh, Some is like, you know, a lot of red states. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's a lot of these places where. So even he was tell he was even telling me his views on, you know, uh, LGBTQ, and I was like, oh, we got to talk. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I was like, you're you're buying into what people are telling you, mm. and you're 14. Yeah, you don't have yeah. an education of your own to think about. <clears throat> right. You know, and he was like, uh, I, you know, and I have my disagreements with the Bible, with the Constitution, with different things. Some right. things I agree with, some things I don't. Mm. And I'm telling like, bro, you just got to read, and as you get older, you get to make these decisions for yourself. Right. Yeah. I was like, as for you now, whatever your mom says, that goes. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, you, yeah. You're doing the right thing though, because you're molding him at a young age where he can actually his mind will actually change. And because like, you get right. to a certain point, like yeah. once I feel like when people hit like yeah. their mid thirties, bro. Yeah. Man, you hey, however you are right now, bro, it's gonna be hard <laughs> to change. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. And I don't want to change your mind. I want you to be open to open thinking. to yeah to the open thinking. I want you to, yeah, I want things, you to yeah. actually understand because some people just get. An, an idea of something and then that's just it they right. just hold on to just that but then right. there's like like i always say there's nuance to just about everything out there man. right like yeah. there's sides to it there's history and, to it and, there's a and it's different now bro because before we grew up tv programmed you magazines programmed you right. because people talk about how important it is to uh how instagram makes people feel insecure but i'm like magazines mm-hmm. used to do the same thing i'm not pretty enough blah 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 absolutely and i'll go like with so much access to the internet now my Sister-in-law works full-time. My brother's in Michigan. It's like he goes online and he plays games. So that's his interaction with people. The internet's his education. And yeah. you know, you know why it's it's even more it's even more intense now than like you know when we grew up. It was you had to buy the magazine. You right. could see the magazine at the grocery store. But a lot of times, if you didn't have the money to get the magazine, you wouldn't really see. Right. You wouldn't really yeah. dig deep in the in- images unless your parents brought the magazines. Right. But now everything is on your phone at your fingertips. Right. So now you you're getting a constant. Yeah. Diet of you know people looking this way and getting money and they right, doing right, this right, and they right, doing right, that. Right. So yeah. now you just like that, that's that FOMO, <laughs> fear of missing out. Yeah, yeah. so that's you, big, fear of missing man. out, fear of looking different. Mm-hmm. Also, the plus side is that you can find your tribe easier now for sure via social yeah. media. You don't have you to can feel find, like there's a there's find, so many different people. Just yeah, in general, but now you can see them that are into what you're into, and you can you can literally find them and connect with them. Right. So that's one of the pluses, but. uh that social media now is just like, damn. Yeah. And I will say this it's about good and bad. going back to the pandering thing, because mm. a lot of people, oh, pander, you're just pandering. Pander, pander. A lot of people pump fake and jump the gun on calling people a panderer. Like, you mm. know, if, if I if I highlight anybody else. <laughs> right, you're pandering. You're pandering. You're selling you know out. Because when I say I, I got love for the gay community, right. oh, here we go. Right, like, every, Hollywood bought you, every Tony. Every time, <laughs> every crazy. time I speak on the gay community in yeah, a positive yeah. manner to yeah. let them know that they got a friend in me. Right. It could oh here we go. They come out the bushes. Yeah. Like you know, you pandering now. <laughs> like, no, this is this is this is really how I feel. I just that that whole thing doesn't make any sense to me. It's like there's an agenda or right. something. Like there's an agenda mm-hmm. behind it. And I was like, when did representation become an agenda? Bro, exactly. Gay people have been around since the beginning of time. Right. Literally. They've been here. Also demonized, <laughs> also chased on, burned alive. Yes. We we know all these things. I didn't right. know about the Lore behind the F word until I saw Louie. Louie, that episode. That oh, episode bro, it changed everything. That episode uh, fucked me up. Yeah, it changed everything. I was just like, I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, um, and that, you know, that made me just really take things in, into perspective. And I was just like, man, you know what? All right. Because I used to be, I used to be like, you know, I remember when, um, when I was a teenager, uh, I think I told this story before on social media. It was like I got hit on by a gay dude, mm-hmm. 
And my first reaction was to get right. tough. Mm-hmm. Get, get, hey, hey, man, watch out. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right. But then, because I remember he hit on me. His name was Danny Ray. And uh, you know, Danny Ray left an impression Ray, on Tony. He, he pulled up. <laughs> Tony <laughs> pulled had a big ass smile ball, on his face. I should have took the compliment for what it was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, he hit on me. I was with my nephew, and I felt the need to swell up and just get all tough and mm-hmm. be like, hey, man, hell no, get the fuck on the body. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But I felt bad about that. Yeah. Like, I felt bad that I reacted that way. And yeah. this, is, this is young teenage Tony. You right. know what I'm saying? So. You know, uh, I would never do something like that now. Right. But, like, you know, then I felt like that's what I had to do to prove that, right. you know. But who cares? Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I felt bad. And mm-hmm. I was just like, uh, I told my mom that he hit on me. He's like, what? And I was just like, well, yeah, you know, but I felt bad about how I handled that situation. Because I always spoke to Danny Ray. Every time I saw him, I always like, hey, you know, hey. Hey, how you doing? I was always, mm-hmm. you know, cool with him. So that probably made him be like, maybe see if Tony's interested. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? He, there's nothing wrong with just mm-hmm. testing the waters out. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, but I apologized to him uh, later on. I was mm-hmm. just like, man, I'm sorry for reacting that way when you when you tried to uh, holler at me like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, I just, you know, I didn't know how to fully explain myself in that <laughs> moment but i was just like i'm sorry for that bro it's hard Man. to know when their dialogue has it was a it's, shit that's the real agenda bro is to not talk about like to 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 bury uh gay people you know what i mean and we don't because you don't know the right language i don't know what to you be like bury? yeah like yeah they, like to go make ahead. sure they don't exist exactly that they're not out proud and stuff like exactly that. exactly <laughs> oh, oh okay that's, okay gotcha. for yeah. years that was yeah the really like people are like oh man that's hollywood trying to get you and it's like nah, nah bro some nah. people some people just want to walk outside and and, exactly. and feel safe being themselves the yeah. world is that's, not hollywood that's what i agree with as well it wasn't a thing of like people say it just they're like out of nowhere all these people just like people just turning gay and i was like no, nah man they've they, been, they, here. been here the representation <laughs> started <laughs> they've been the here. representation started and that gave them to feel like they are comfortable exactly. enough to step out in the real world exactly. and be who they are and and, I, and, and that is dope as right. hell like come on exactly. bro. Yeah. Exactly. and and even with transgenders bro i can tell people i i can tell you i don't fully understand i don't understand right. everything cuz mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of lingo and terminology exactly. to wrap your head around but yeah. and i go for one it doesn't matter if I understand or not. Right. I understand that this person doesn't 100% feel normal, safe, comfortable, whatever word it is, right. in their own skin because of the pressures we put on people. Right. Because of what society has mm-hmm. created. Mm-hmm. And I go, you, whatever you feel, have the right to walk outside and feel safe. Right. And feel like you're a person. Mm-hmm. To feel valued. And feel, and feel valued. safe and yeah. feel respected. 100%. 100%. Right. That's, that's, what, that's, that's all everybody wants. Bottom bottom line human right is respect, I want to go bro. outside. I want to feel respect. I don't want to feel like an outcast. Come I don't want to feel like something's wrong with me. Nobody mm-hmm. wants that. That's, when not they ask, that's not asking for a lot. Yeah, no. and especially when it's not harming anybody Come by on, doing dog. it. Exactly. It's do, you're doing literally nothing to nobody. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like, and it's so funny like when people treat being gay like this like a zombie plague. Right. Like, oh, don't, don't be around them. You're going to catch it. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then right. like Lightyear, you saw like Lightyear cuts a lot of heat because they have a, a uh, oh, yeah. an, yeah. lesbian kissing, I believe. No, they, what, it, no, they have a les- lesbian couple that had a kid. They had a kid. Yeah, not a kiss. They had, had a, a kid together. Okay. Did they kiss in the movie? I think there might have been. I didn't yeah. see. I don't remember but I think seeing there was a kiss. kiss. I think there was it a was kiss. Like, was a controversy. Yeah, I think I think once I didn't see it yet, but 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it wasn't some slob down. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, okay. I didn't even register the kids, but I, re- I remember. You know what? Maybe, maybe so when she walked into the room, and it was mm-hmm. the anniversary or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, like I heard they weren't showing it in certain countries right. because of that. They shut down the movies in certain countries. Like, That's man, crazy. On, and Pixar has been trying to do like incorporate those kind of things to their Absolutely. movies before, and Disney was like. Shut that shit up. Disney, I, I, I was like, man, that's crazy. I gotta bro. give Disney credit, bro. They trying. The, I, I feel like they're the only network pushing diversity. When I watch mm. ABC, when I watch any other network, I see so much diversity. On, you mean the major networks? Yeah, because it's, it's a lot of networks pushing the diversity. No, I no, I feel like when I when I first saw it when I watched Spider Man No Way Home, I said, oh, there's a lot of different nationalities in here. Mm. And then even mm. when I watched, um, uh. uh Miss Marvel, yeah, I was like, bro, this is so. There's so many different nationalities in there, and there's gay people in here, which yeah. I'm assuming because I think hey, there was a, like a lesbian young couple in the high, in high school, yeah. And I go like, Disney's pushing it. I feel like they're not being that apologetic about it, but also they're like, I'm gonna ease this into people because we know how people panic. Because this is this is this is <laughs> this is the reality of what this is out here. Right. This has been here. Right. So enough of the. Enough of the, like, we don't do that. Enough of that, yeah. you know, I don't, and I don't want to hear that. I, I grew up not seeing this. Well, right. now you have no excuse. Oh, yeah. you did. I don't believe nobody grew up not seeing it. Come on now. I don't, I'm, I'm telling you, I didn't. I didn't see hardly. And then if I did, I can believe it was people, not. I can believe people growing up, not not really now, mm-hmm. but before, right. before. Before social media, before everything. I can I can fully believe people not really seeing it growing up. I don't think because it, like, everybody repressed it, they right. hid it, or it was just like, and if you weren't out and about, you were just around your immediate family and friends, you probably didn't see it. I feel like this, there was somebody. Like I'm, I'm not saying like to the degree of it is today, but I'm just saying yeah. you, like I feel like you knew of somebody or in some degree or but something. When you shit. found that out, it was just like, oh, well, they were gay the whole oh, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it was like, oh, you know, it was. It was something like that, especially depending on where you grew up. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I definitely know that there are people that have been, you know, uh, I don't want to say shielded, but just they mm-hmm. really didn't grow up like right. seeing it. Right. But now that you know mm-hmm. and now that you see it yeah. and now that it's out here and it's been here, you got to educate. You got to do the work yourself. You, you can't just lay on the excuse of that's not how I was raised. Well, you know what? You You're a grown ass person. Yeah. But the thing is, is, is so many people like that. They'll just yeah. rely on that. That is, is you know, that pushback is strong. Oh, man. tough. That is strong. This is how it is. This is how it was. That tough. is strong. Pe- people will watch hours and hours of like Nazi history, right? Yeah. <laughs> like they'll watch hours and hours of whatever historical event. Right. They are the most useless information of shit. Yeah. And then not educate themselves on anything else. No. I mean, you can go down a whole YouTube rabbit hole yep. for eight hours in a day. Yep. And then be like, I just don't have time to Yeah, I just don't I'm not gonna take the time to understand it. Man. Excuses. You know they don't want to understand it. Right. They don't want yeah, to say we'll, Yes you can that um my favorite coming out glow up celebrity wise <laughs> uh-huh. is Ricky Martin because Ricky Martin became a whole different human yeah. when he was allowed to be himself you know what and it, that's it's a lot like, to that. yeah like he was finally able to be him and he right. just looks amazing now like he he's like in great shape he looks yeah. happy mm-hmm. he's got his like family he's mm-hmm. chilling I'm like yeah. yo look at Ricky, Be- because of the freedom that he, he's he's freed himself of the burden of hiding something, right? And yes. so I've noticed I know I've noticed that when people 
finally come out and embrace their true selves, they look, the glow is different. Mm -hmm. Even with Gerard. Mm -hmm. Even with Gerard, with Gerard, once Gerard released that special, mm -hmm. we've been seeing it. We saw the photo shoot. <laughs> he out here shirtless, yeah. his arms is out. We grew yes. up seeing Gerard Carmichael. Not grew up, but, you know, we... We started with Gerard. Gerard was a he was. I remember he his wore, first day. He wore the same burgundy. track jacket, the burgundy <laughs> track jacket, mm -hmm. every day. It was like a uniform, mm -hmm. and it was just like you know. I never saw his arms. Until I remember the day he got money. This he photo was, I was shoot. Like, oh, this is a was a jacket. Yeah, that jacket should be in a hall of fame. Somewhere. So it's like now I'm hoping that you know I know he still has his you know. Uh, issues with his family or whatever. But of course. I hope now that he feels like once he's he said his piece on the special, I hope now that yeah. he's and, he can and flourish. I also think one thing at a time, man. I'm like, you take care of you first. Yeah. Like your family, man. As long first off, I'm sure they still love him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm also like, even if they don't, bro, they'll they'll come back around. Yeah. They'll see how he Ho still hopefully. has the the feeling of that burden lift. Yeah. What a burden lift. It's a burden lift. Is a goddamn treasure. Like when you <laughs> lift, when you lift a heavy burden off, because we a lot of times we got several burdens weighing us down. But if you can get one of them mugs off, yeah, you be like, oh goddamn, I can. Right. <laughs> Lord, I'm glad that's off my chest. I was like, one thing at a time. So imagine hiding who you really are, like your whole life for so long, and it's just like, <laughs> you know what, guys, I'm gay. Right. You know, and it's just like you know, because people. You know, I'm very, I just say whatever I want to say. Right. And so people would be like, Tony, you trying to tell us something on the gay show? Like, man, if I was gay, I'd have been told you. <laughs> oh, man. Just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gay. All you right. know what I'm saying? I would have no issues being right. in the gay community. And I, I, I do that. I'm vocal about it because I want to shed this little armor, this dumb, ignorance armor that straight people have towards right. the gay community. Yeah. I just want to shed mm -hmm. that and be like, yo, you can talk about right. gay things. Right. It's okay to be like, you know, I remember we, I was having a conversation and we were just like, and it was a comedian, he was just like stiff. Mm -hmm. And me and DC were just like, all right, if you was gay, how would you feel about this? And me mm. and DC was just like, yeah, this is it. And the comedian <laughs> couldn't even fathom the thought. And we was just like, yo, relax, man. Why can't you just relax and just have this hypothetical? Because you know yeah. men can have hypothetical questions right. all day long. Right. But since mm -hmm. it's a gay situation, you're going to tighten up. Right. We sat here and be that. like, it's like that Patrice O'Neill joke. With like, you, would you fuck a girl with, with a... Without a nose, mm. she ain't got no <laughs> nose. And dudes will be like, man, they will have a conversation. Right. They will really sit there and think about <laughs> smashing the girl with no nose. All right. But now, something like this, you can't even fathom the even uh, thought of, we got to get out of that. Right. You know, we know you're not gay. I agree with you. But just, you know, come on, man. We've just, talked, we've probably had those convos on here. We, 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 men are hypothetical. You can walk up to any man, all right, dog. <laughs> If your girl had Pegasus wings, <laughs> you still dating her, he'd be like, oh, man, shit, let me think about this. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But then when you when it comes to that, oh, man, I don't, I don't even want to. Why is it that such a big deal? They can't even. Hey, man, they, he kind of had some paws. Like, what? Right. right. They can't the even pause, fathom the pause. The is mad annoying. Bro, Dame hey, Dash be killing pause. me pause with is the funny, paws. though. It's funny at times, but Dame Dash <laughs> be killing yeah. me with the paws, bro. It was yeah. funny 10 years ago. I'd be like. It's funny now. It's not funny now. Me and Sabrina say it all the time. I'd be, I say pause all yeah. the time. And it, it could I'd be, be men, women, whatever. I'd be like, yeah. you said the straightest thing. But that's different. 
That's different. Yeah, anything anything is, sexual is pause worthy. That's, yeah, I just be like pause. That's that's different than it have to be purely about a gay thing. Like, oh, I'm not gay by the way. Because when I play Call of Duty, like, oh, come on, I'll be like, because I, I can't on Call <laughs> mm-hmm. of Duty. So I'll be like, yo, y'all, let me know, <laughs> let me know if we spawn flip because my ass cheeks is open, <laughs> spread spread wide, <laughs> and then they be like, yo, pause. I'll be like, yo, my booty is out because I'm camping. Yeah. So you know, if they coming behind me, man, I'm spread eagle. I just be like, dog, what's the, what's the point of me saying pause? It's like, oh, oh, I was gay for two seconds. I didn't say, like, what are we just, talking about? Just, just like in those two seconds. But I, I, yeah, I mean, in a serious way, I'm like, what are we pause doing? Pause is funny, though. Yeah, what are we doing? On a serious tip, it's, it's yeah, what? It's but mad. as a what joke away, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Say I love saying "Hey yo" yeah. to people yeah, when they say something yo. out of pocket. Hey yo, hold on. <laughs> yo, I got busted in the mouth. Whoa! Hey, yo. Oh, yeah. I mean, every they could just say something simple. They were like, "You really gonna, you really gonna say that?" I was like, bro, I'm doubling down. Yeah. I said it. Yes. I said that. Press I play. Said it, damn it. Press play. That's Tony, a, you've been doing the press a play movement for press years. Play for years out here. But um, yeah, we just gotta, you know. Stop doing that, man. Just be comfortable. Yes. Be comfortable in your own skin, and that means being comfortable in your straight skin, but also being accepting of other skins. Yes. I had a gay dude told me I had nice lips, uh-huh. and I said I've said that to a girl before. I know what yeah. you're thinking about. Did you feel pal. good? Uh, if he was like, "Hey, handsome, how you doing?" But I was like, "I'll straight to my lips, you dirty bastard." Oh, so you feel like he I was know what you're per- d- I know exactly what he was oh, talking okay. about. As he put on chapstick, right? Yeah. <laughs> I definitely would have been like, "Oh, thanks," but I was like, "Come on, man." Yeah. You don't just start with that. No, man. Compliments feel you good. You know what? Man. That's to start off is you have nice lips. Yeah. I'm so like, I'm not gonna I walk ha- up to a girl, but you got nice lips. I had this conversation uh, not that long ago at all. Penis. So I think that it's hilarious the way that men tighten up and like get weird or like get, you know, feel uncomfortable or whatever the case may be whenever a gay man hits on them. And I was like, welcome to our life for those five seconds. (laughs) We go through this all the time. And and people be like, no, it's different. You like men, but I don't like random men. I don't like every man. I don't like men saying out of pocket stuff i don't like men no i don't i don't like knowing that men are looking at me and thinking of me sexually on the spot right i know it's a it's a possibility but you don't gotta say shit it's probably most definite more than a possibility it's probably happening no that's what i'm saying yeah Yeah. but i'm just saying like i don't want to hear it yes think it keep it to yourself but i hear it all the fucking time like like my dms are just stupid ridiculous stuff that i don't want to see i don't want to hear like you know and so it's like when y'all experience it once every <laughs> once in the blue moon it's months. once in a and it ain't even the same yo, degree and then y'all be bugging and i'm like yo the that's woman, like uh, welcome to our life they be going through welcome. because the dudes mm-hmm. can get violent after the fact so imagine you do, uh, if somebody in our situation a gay guy came and tried to hit on us mm-hmm. but then we was like nah he was like fuck you mean nah and yeah. then now it's like yeah. Yeah. Fight. I gotta fight yeah. for my life like, oh, he I bigger than you or something yeah. like that and he trying to beat your ass now yeah. you scared right you gonna right. get out you gonna, that's right, a bro, woman's on, reality that's their that's life a woman's, that's literally yeah. their life day after day that's their reality yeah. when they I hit the streets I literally had to like fight a man physically on a train because he just didn't know when to stop and I was like bro like and then he touched me and I was like nah so we I was I'm I'm like I'm calm yeah but don't touch me right because that's when like old school Sabrina comes I'm throwing hands and like so it's just like it's the same thing and of course you know people be like oh you shouldn't hit a man but I'm like I will I will die 
defending myself, Hell especially yeah, if you violate me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's just funny to see men and, and women deal with this day, and Every they go into the grocery store, Forever. minding yeah. their own business to get some lemon right. juice. Oh and it goes God. even further because at the uh, expense of uh, like relationships, domestic violence, and stuff like that. As of recently, I've been seeing a lot of men uh, kill women because of their denialment of you know their advances and stuff like that like it's bad yeah like, yeah. like a dude was working with a co-worker she was 17 years old he's in his 20s and her boyfriend started working there at the walgreens or whatever he killed her just i just killed her like for mm. real he killed ah, her at the walgreens that one girl got shot walking what? on on the on the streets the dude tried to holler she was like nah you know it came back and shot her in the, in the leg yeah yes. that's how uh the rapper y'all know the rapper that just passed away trouble that's kind of how what happened to him that that girl had reported this guy to the police uh, they had broke up she had decided to invite somebody else over because that's their spot. He tried to get in. He broke in and killed him. He saw he was in there. He killed him. That's that's how he <laughs> killed Trouble? Yeah. Wow. God damn. <laughs> and they do every... And the thing is always like, oh, you you know, you women need to, you know, report it, police. The the woman, that the little girl that got killed, she was 17, that got killed by her coworker. She had already reported See? the dude to the, the management and all that stuff like that. And they were like, well, you know, there's no way that we can make it so you two don't work together or whatever the case may be. And it mm-hmm. happened... Like at least a year they have been working together. He just came in there one day and killed her. Whenever, whenever women do report, do tell, do express what's going on, <laughs> they're demonized every goddamn time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yo, every I remember time. one time this guy threatened to kill me and was like, I know where you sleep. I know where you like all this stuff, like, you know, because I wasn't interested. And this was somebody I've known for years. And so I told somebody about it and because we work together so I told the higher up and the higher up told me well maybe you shouldn't be friends with somebody of the opposite sex to begin with and I'm like what? It's always your fault every time. And I said wait (laughs) what? wild. I was just confused and they were like well I don't know what you expected. I expected a friendship and like co-workers and like all this stuff like bro what? And so I was just like, oh, there's nothing that that's going to be done. And also, I feel like it's I feel like, you know, we aren't raised with the mentality that like suing is a possibility. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I wasn't raised with like, oh, I can sue them yeah. or I or knowing right. that's a thing. So like there's so many things that I I think back on I was like oh shit I could have sued somebody for this mm-hmm. the story but, Sabrina and, told me she definitely could have sued several people and yes and they'll but I didn't know <laughs> but yeah. not now it's not different yet but it's hopefully more light changing because I think about that with my daughter I'm like I don't want her to grow up in a world where she turns 12 and she got niggas over like hey yo like grown ass mm-hmm. men coming up to her also man I'm this guy I go shoot that nigga in the foot <laughs> and we'll sell that shit in court. Because I'd rather you be alive and we can talk about it in court and you die because some some dude didn't have his mother around. Right. You know what I mean? Or yeah. like I'm not when I'm not losing you. And I, I honestly wish more women would stab and shoot dudes who are way too aggressive. Oh yeah. I really mm-hmm. wish. I, I be telling Sabrina all the time, you mm-hmm. need a pistol. Yeah, I, I'm so serious because if more dudes wind up who can't walk, use their dick. These niggas are in, in wheelchairs. All that shit would dead. But not, there's no repercussions for harassing a woman. You know what, yeah, man? It's normal. It's normalized. Literally, you raise the kids. They be normalized. telling. I grew up around people that were like, yo, my 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 parents told me, like, 
man, it don't really matter. I can have any girl I want. And that mentality stretches so far. Right. Like, I was in third grade, and I remember hearing that. And then mm. as I got older, I was like, oh, that's what they're on. I get mm. it. Because yeah. I didn't grow up yeah. like that. My parents right. didn't raise me that I way. So I didn't, like I was nervous if I tried to press up on a girl. She cute. I'm nervous. Right. Oh, they over there like, man, I, man, man I could get her if I want to. That's Start never changed to her, for you. Start boy. talking to her crazy or whatever. I was like, oh, hold on, bro. Like, you <laughs> as a grown man. I'm like, man. <laughs> She looks good. Hi. I'll text her later. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I'm not. I'm not approaching, man. I'm too big. Yeah, nah, it, but uh, you know, it definitely starts. One thing home. that women are raised like think about like school dress codes. Like you can't, girls can't show shoulders. Can't show too much thigh. Can't show too much this because right. it distracts the boys, or the boys might do this, and the boys might be inappropriate instead of being instead of the boys being taught like yo right skin means nothing right skin doesn't skin is not an invitation like right little boys aren't taught that girls are taught that boys are the enemy so Mm -hmm. do whatever you can to not be on the radar of the enemy right and i think that shit is just so insane and so like Mm -hmm. backwards and i feel like we just need to change that so somebody asked earlier like what's some good advice (laughs) <laughs> to give fathers mm. teach teach your boys not to be complete animals yes and no is no yeah. no is no, no. Is a and we gotta stop sentence. the boys will be boys that boys will, right. be boys, boys will be boys dead. Is dead you gotta kill it hell no yeah. or my daughter will kill you yeah. you know what I'm saying I, I, I want, so I want women to be able to carry around pistols in a holster it shouldn't be illegal at all it shouldn't be illegal every woman should be allowed to carry a pistol everybody should but every woman should be allowed to carry a pistol concealed Whenever they want, whenever they want, because I'm not opposed. No one's protecting them. Hasn't been I'm not at opposed. all. And then when dudes, when dudes trip and they be like, yeah, the dude, like when, when fathers go off and they attack somebody who attacked their daughter, yeah. I, I get it. Or check their child what? in general. I, I want the dudes to see the pistols because they, they going to think twice they should. about even saying mm-hmm. anything. First of all, they're going to be, oh, she, she's strapped. And Let women, me leave her alone. Also, my bad. I, so I had to fire somebody I worked with. I think you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, I had to fire a friend of mine yeah. for sexual harassment because yeah, for he one, was doing a lot. huh? He was doing a lot. Yeah. For one, I didn't want to be in a place where I tell people this, 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 and I didn't show up for her. Right. Right. And like, just like. Yep. And so I fired homie, and then I was also like. When I was telling her, like, yo, we need to do something, she's like, no, no, don't do anything, don't do anything. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. women have to stop protecting right. abusers. You have to right. stop protecting mm. sexual uh, harassment. You got to stop protecting these people. It's easier said than done, but it I is. Get it. I but get you it. have to. You got to be brave yeah. enough to do it. Because they got to have a support system to be able to be comfortable right. to even do that. Right. A lot of times they, they say, no, I don't say nothing because they know they're, they're, they're going to be protected they're gonna, on the other end. They're going to catch more harassment later on. Yeah. I mean, but like... We got to create a culture of exactly. protection. No doubt. That they, they know they can count and on. And I wanted so to be one. I was like, no, nah, this is a chance for you to go... And that's a friend of mine. Yeah. I've known a long time. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Yeah. I, I, I dealt with that too. Yeah. yeah. Some years ago. It do like... It was, I got a friend, and then I got another friend, so I met this girl in college, who's my friend, and then, like, years later, she told, she had called me, she was like, yo, you need to check your friend, and I was like, what, yeah. like, what he do? He was like, she, he tried to uh, push himself, like, up against me, like, he tried to, you know, do some stuff, and I was like, really? Yeah. But it was shocking to me, because I had never heard that before. Right. I was like, man, I would never do some stuff like that, and then I right. met another friend, 
And she never told me the story, uh. but he did. He was like, man, she tried to say I pushed the, I, you know, did all this to her and all this stuff like mm. that. She tried to lie on my name. And I was like, hold on, bro. Mm. Two different girls that don't know yeah. each other and you got the same story? Come on, I was like, yeah, man. hold on, man. I ain't really ever say anything to him, but I kind of was like, yo, you can't be talking to, about her like yeah. kind of crazy. Like you got some vendetta from back in the day. Right. But that's my friend. Like I actually, that's my friend today. So yeah. you can't, you know, don't talk to her like that. He ain't like that. So yeah. we're not cool no more. Hey, yeah, man, you, that bitch. you made a stance. Goddamn right. You got That's to. That's how it should be. Yeah, you got That's, to. You got to be willing I, to risk that friendship to, to you know, get your peace off and stand on it. What did you say in spring? As said 100% that men need to, when they know their boy is trash, they either need to hold their boy accountable or right. just don't. Or just beat your boy's ass. I was say, we can throw hands as well. <laughs> you better jump that. We can throw hands as well. You know what I mean? Because if I see you doing some bullshit like that, I'm not gonna be quiet about it. Right. Yeah. Mm. You can't yeah. be you can't be around me doing that kind of like yeah. nah, bro. Cause I'm gonna tell you, like, right. you know you're wrong. Don't come to me talking about like, yeah, I be cheating on my girl. Get get away from me with that. <laughs> I don't condone that. I don't. I be cheating on man. You I be cheating on you, know, like, hey, you see that girl over Look there? Look at the picture. All right, I get uncomfortable, bro. Like that ain't. I can't. Uh, I, I'm with you. I can't. I can't be like, oh, we can't be cool no more because you cheat on your girl. I'm like, most likely she knows or have known. Well. You know, I don't want to sit here and look fake, but like I've known cheaters, and I haven't, I haven't uh, stopped yeah. being their friends. I haven't. I, I like, can't. Damn, I can't. man, <laughs> yeah. I'll be having the conversation like, man, you, you filthy. Like I throw Mad them on the filthy. grill, yeah. right? But right. I still be their friends. Yeah, I'm not gonna bro, like honestly. cut them off. But if you abuse one, like but yeah, if you're oh, putting, then, 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 oh, yeah. if you abuse yeah. though, that's when I come in. It's a problem. But if they cheated, I'll be like, man, that's when get your yeah. shit together. It's like, yeah. why, I don't even don't even tell me. Like you know, I'm I feel not you. I feel cool you there. Like, yeah. I, I, none of my friends tell me if they're cheating or whatever because I feel like they know. Like they know, Mary ain't going for that. <laughs> but yeah, I ain't want to sit up here and look fake. Like, hey, I cut my friends off. And yeah, I gotta be like, ah, nah, nah, that is that, not fair nah, for that. me. I, I don't that. like when niggas try to implicate you. Hey, I'm about to call you. Oh, <laughs> no, bro. Hey, don't throw me in the cheat. Hey, chain. hell no. Don't throw me in your skin. Hey, Tony, tell yo nah, where we man, were look out, last man. night. Especially if I know your girl. Look out, man. And they they don't care. Yeah, man. Oh, they will throw you under the bus quick. You remember? You getting they getting roasted. They like, wait, you remember you? I told you, uh, such such man, you man, back me up. I was with such such, right? No, no I, if, I can't lie. Bro. If I'm your homie, lie. if your homie calls you and they're like, Tony, Tony, t- yells on the phone. Tell her where we were last night. I like yo better than you. So I'm gonna be like, yo, yo, <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Yeah, girl true. over here, man. She was busted. Man, come on, man. Sick of this, man. Let's let, let's jump. Hey, you know Tony be Tony be joking. <laughs> Click. Yo, <laughs> I'm here. Tell Tony, tell yo where we were. Mm-hmm. What was you saying, Sabrina? So, I was. I remember my like first serious relationship. Um, so it was me, him, and uh, our mutual friend sitting in the car. Most like our mutual friend because I met him through my ex, and uh, my ex told me like days before like that they went to go see national treasure right mm-hmm. and uh we were just sitting in the car this was in williamsburg i remember this vividly because it was so stupid i was like oh i was like yo chris uh what'd you think of national treasure was it good and he's like what i never seen that movie and my ex reached to the back and hit him on the thigh mm-hmm. mad obvious oh, wow. and he's like oh, 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 oh yeah uh, yeah you know nicholas cage I'm like, Mad nah, obvious. son. He said, yeah, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Mad yeah. obvious. Yeah, Nicholas Cage, uh, face off. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Sabrina. Disbelief. Did you ask him out of suspicion or you just genuinely wanted to know about I National Treasure? Genu- I was literally 
it was such a genuine question. Yeah. <laughs> that when he said that, mm. I said, wait, what? And when I noticed what happened, and then the, the way he stumbled, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cold busted. I was like, um, I literally, my jaw dropped. I was like, yo, get the fuck out. Like, for, nah. Damn. <laughs> he know what to do. And then Chris immediately blew it up even more. Said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You should have told me. <laughs> he said this in the car? In the car. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> he was, he, he not about this life. No, he, he broke <laughs> immediately. That was, yeah. that's not the homie you want yeah. <laughs> on your team. He get, you got to know who going to back right, bro, you up. You, break, you broke down and everything. <laughs> he folded up. He, he made a move. We, we can't do. He took the money out the register. Bishop shot. <laughs> Is this why you got beef so with Nicholas Cage to this day? No, I just have beef with Nicolas Cage because I hate his face. What's wrong with that? But that attitude, it exists. His face exists. Did you see his other movie? The Immensely Talented. Oh, the new one? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, man. I I do want to see that, though. Sabrina, what was that we was watching? And I said, yo, it's mad multicultural in this joint. It was like a movie or something. I was just like, yo, it's mad black people. Oh, uh, uh, Oh, Jurassic Park. Oh, and Jurassic Park. Top Gun and Jurassic, yeah, Park? Jurassic Park. Top Gun and Jurassic yeah. Park. So I, I think push. it stretches beyond Disney, Disney about the diversity. Because yeah. I feel like oh, yeah. diversity brings money, bro. I, exactly. Because I feel like when you look at when you look at franchises like The Fast and the Furious, mm-hmm. it's super multicultural. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. everybody's mm-hmm. represented in right. that damn near. And you know, you're looking at the success of Black Panther mm-hmm. and like, you know, movie studios are getting wind. And like even in Top Gun, yeah. they had a lot of, you know. Uh, people of color in that joint, mm-hmm. and so I think studios are realizing that now. Now I want to you know. see more black people behind cameras in in uh, editing and doing sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to. I want to. And not not just black people, but any because even watching some of the um, credits, I stay for damn near almost every credits and stuff. Yeah, and I just be like, how many name? How many quote unquote ethnic names can I right. find? Of somebody, because it's hard to tell black people and white people. We have a lot of common last names. Yeah, you know what I mean. Bakers yeah. and Rogers and shit. Right. You know what I mean. Not a lot of Castros around. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to be able to start seeing more because that was one thing about when I was watching uh, uh, Miss Marvel. A lot of the EPs names mm-hmm. and writer names were uh, Muslim. I guess you would say. I don't know exactly. What it the could term be is. Muslim, uh, yeah. depending on right. you know, where they're from and stuff. But like that. um. Outside of that, it weren't line producers, yeah. uh, people who handle the money, you know, editors and stuff like that, or anymore. And I was like, oh, there's so there's so cast and crew. There's people out there who know how to use these cameras. You know what? I noticed too, watching the Lightyear credits, mm-hmm. they had like a cultural, good, a cultural Team. division. Mm-hmm. Like you know, because we were sitting there for the post credits right. scenes. I was just, it was like cultural. Uh, it was two specific brackets about culture that mm-hmm. I noticed. I mm-hmm. was just like, oh. Yeah, I ain't never seen something like this. Cause, cause I'll see like <laughs> cultural consultant on some cultural credits. consultant. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'll see those and yeah. like, uh, like wow. cartoons and stuff like that. Cause yeah, it's important. Bro, Fusions just do whatever they want I to do. I saw that. I was just like, <laughs> speaking of speaking of light year, I got to do this review and wrap this mm-hmm. shit up. This is an hour and forty. This is goddamn ridiculous. This is never, never this long, man. It's getting ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Man, I can't have yeah. long daddy issues and a long verbal cardio. Enough is enough, man. Y'all hush. Everybody just. <laughs> and you gotta do Tony's gross. Man, I still got to do gross, gross point, point blank, man. Point blank. Uh, oh bake. Uh, gross point bake. 
So We're going to get it one day. I saw Lightyear. Uh, Lightyear is a spinoff of the Toy Story franchise, mm-hmm. of course. Now, uh, we all know that Buzz Lightyear is a toy based on a hero. So uh, a lot of people, there was there was some dust-ups on social media because Patrick uh, Patricia Heaton mm-hmm. was like, yo, man, where Tim Allen at? Mm-hmm. How come Tim Allen wasn't the voice of Same question. Buzz Lightyear? And so I wondered that. I was like, how come they really couldn't just use Tim Allen again? Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like Tim Allen would have made him a different character. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily... I don't feel like Tim Allen being Buzz, the real Buzz, was necessary. Um, in my opinion, I don't feel like it would have hurt the film. But I don't, I don't know if it would have helped it necessarily. But but who knows? Because they're looking at the Lightyear numbers as kind of light. What, what was the tone no of Lightyear though? Lightyear was Lightyear. Okay, it's the story about. Uh, Buzz Lightyear, who's with uh, Star Patrol. Was it Star Patrol? Something like that. And, yeah. Uh, Star Command. Star Command. Star Command. <laughs> Star Command. That's what it is. So they had they had a mission that they were trying to transport the people so they can go to the new planet to start, you know, building off world and stuff like that. So uh, Buzz Lightyear is so caught up in completing the mission. Mm-hmm. That's what he's all about, completing mm-hmm. the mission myself. I'm going to complete this mission. I'm going to do this. So much so that he kind of messes things up not taking the help. Gotcha. And so um, that pretty much kicks off the story of, you know, him being so focused on completing the mission that they get stranded on this one uh, planet. And so they're still trying to create uh, light speed with this certain crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, they were trying to get the calculations right to, for this crystal to be able to transport them at light speed Love it. so they can get out of here. So they almost crash. Shit goes haywire. He barely pulls it off. He was being stubborn. I can do this. Mm-hmm. I got this. So now he took personal responsibility for why they didn't make it off the planet. Mm-hmm. So so now they didn't set up shops and they didn't, they didn't built the training facilities and all this so they can test it out. So they were like, yo, Buzz, we need you to test this to see if we can go light speed. And he was like, all right, I'll test it out. Of course, it's the mission. Because mm-hmm. they needed a pilot crazy enough to do it. Because he, <laughs> when he fumbled, he was like, yo, I give up my, uh, here's mm-hmm. my badge or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and she was like, why? What are you talking about? We need somebody that can actually pull this off. And so now he's all about that mission. Mm-hmm. So now he's going to complete the mission. And then so within these missions, though, he's reaching speeds that propel him so fast that he's going into the future. So even though it's minutes to him, it's years for the people back mm-hmm. on the planet. Mm-hmm. So now when he's doing these test runs, he come back. It's like four years had passed. Wow. So it's just like, man, we, we lost four years. So they didn't ask him to go back. But he was just like, yo, I want to complete this mission. You know what I'm saying? Sounds like so, a good movie. So he kept, he kept trying to, you know, complete the mission so they can get the crystal to the right speed mm-hmm. to where they can indeed just take everybody off, off yeah. world to where they need to be. So cut to test after test. Each test is going to be four years. Mm-hmm. And his best friend was... Um, Another space Alicia Hawthorne. Alicia, uh, space space star command, mm-hmm. and so she was staying behind. So every time he would come back, she would be getting older, mm-hmm. he'd be changing. She mm-hmm. he'd come back, she'd be engaged, mm-hmm. and he'd come back, and you know, she didn't have the kids, and then boom, <laughs> you know, the whole life is just mm-hmm. you know, and until he was gone so long that she was gone, and then he left again, 
you know, this time he left for like 28 years. So mm. now he's working with her granddaughter mm. out here, and they're trying to, um, you know, get off this planet because now the planet was attacked by robots or whatever. Oh, so now they're trying to survive that. They're trying to navigate all that. So it's it's a definite departure from Toy Story right. in terms of theme, mm-hmm. feel. It feels like a completely different And that's the entity. thing. If it's a different tone, then you don't need... Mm, Mm-hmm. What yeah, is, you don't need that. So silly. they went for a completely different tone, yeah. and within that though, you lose some of that Toy Story magic, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like Lightyear was cool, but it didn't have that Toy Story magic. Mm-hmm. It didn't have mm-hmm. the also, but what made you know Toy Story is some of the best shit ever created. But also in, in mm-hmm. 1995, no one saw that, like that was brand new, right? To see that kind of animation. Yeah, and that was a big thing about it. Like, also it being funny and it being great. Yeah, you're just like, bro, I'm, we're watching something we've never seen before. Right, I'm seeing a lot of this now. Yeah, right. Like, if you do Lightyear. I'm like, okay, but you can't do the but. They should have just made a whole different franchise. Yeah, is what it sounds like. It's a spinoff. Right. So it's you know it's like Hobbs and Shaw. It's like it's, you know. but it sounds like but Hobbs and Shaw same tone of Fast and Furious. Definitely. So it sounds like they should have just did. A different, yeah. This is this is more so like Solo mm-hmm. or like. Uh, well, Rogue, it's a prequel, pretty much. It is a prequel. Mm-hmm. And it, it's... Um, and not to say that the tone shift is bad, but it, it just didn't have the the same magic. Yeah, they, they, There's no. no way they could have. Yeah, so it was cute. It, mm. was, it, was, it was cute, it was fun. You know, some of the things were exciting, but it was just like... And then the villain reveal, you know, I'm doing a spoiler-free review right now. The <laughs> villain reveal just didn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. Because of mm-hmm. who the villain was, so mm-hmm. I was just like, mm, no, yeah, I'm not really. Buying it, was, it wasn't that. special. Well, the movie wasn't. It didn't feel special. It didn't. It was like it was cool. Mm-hmm. It was enjoyable. Um, some, you know, the the supporting players. Um, I like this one old lady that he was rocking with. Um, she was super funny because <laughs> she was like a gritty old woman. That was just yeah. like, nah, now they looking for me. You know, <laughs> I liked her character a lot. Um. Of course, I like the Sucks. diversity of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taiki Watiti was this guy that actually looks like him. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, mm-hmm. yo, of course that was him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Mad diversity yeah. in there, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. The animation is top notch. But it was just oh, missing wait. some of the magic mm-hmm. of the Toy Story franchise. Why'd you hate Bob's Burgers? I didn't hate it. Oh. Oh, God. Damn. Yeah, that was extreme. Yeah, I, I, didn't hate I, gave, I, gave, it, uh, I gave it like three saxophones out of five. I didn't, I didn't mean to come out swinging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't like the I didn't like the musical numbers, but that was only like twice. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, I like I like Bob's Burgers. Oh, my bad. My overall, problems. yeah. Uh, it didn't it didn't blow me away. It wasn't like no doubt. You know, but I feel like um, Simpson movie was better. The Simpson movie was about the same for me. The I, Simpson I like movie didn't blow me away either. I liked it more. You could do more. Yeah, um, but Bob's Burgers though it made me laugh and it made me chuckle and like it was it was good it was entertaining but I I still feel like something was missing it was a little bit too straightforward and just that storyline and the villain just didn't do it for me so it couldn't really curl over into something yeah. more um, but you know I, I like Chris Evans's buzz he did a good job um, like I said I like the diversity but it was just and I like the 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 cat the little robot cat he had socks socks I really mm-hmm. like so I want a sock I like socks yeah <laughs> I want, I want socks. a socks too. I want to replace midnight with socks oh, I was going to say, would, to I was gonna say would you get rid of midnight socks. you know what I'm saying <laughs> I would love to replace midnight with socks is but, midnight uh, still a problem at the crib 
Uh, don't even okay. bring you him You know what up. he just, I, I was going to say, you know what he just chewed into some of Sabrina's mail that she doesn't know about until now. But what? he chewed, you had, you had packages by the front door, he chewed into some of them. So there's God. that. I assume it was midnight. I didn't see him doing it, but I assume it's him. Uh. He's chewy. Um, Daps is pissy, midnight is chewy. Um, yes, that's facts. But, uh, but midnight is... Midnight. He's a character, man. Midnight. He's, he's funny. Brought he me is. Hell. He's funny. Yeah. Um, but I said all that to say, you know. Um, wait, what, what was I about to say about Lucky? You were about to give the. I'm about to give the review. So here's the smooth jazz review of Lightyear. The, the spinning round just ain't the same with the actual, you know, creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna oh, lie. yeah. It just don't hit the same. Mm-mm. I'm giving Lightyear. Three saxophones out of five. I'm giving three saxophones out of five. What you giving this, Sabrina? Uh, I'm gonna give it two point five. Oh, uh, damn. Maybe because maybe even two. Uh, oh shit, because, two. Because when it comes to Pixar films, you usually have multiple, uh, very charming characters. Yeah. Like you're like, man, I like this person. I like this person. Like you yeah. might have a favorite, right. but like it's sometimes it's hard to choose who you like more than the other. Or, like there's other people that you're like, man. I didn't hate when they were on screen, but this was very like, eh, you know what I mean? Like socks, obviously, you know, yeah. held it down. Uh, I think the old lady's <laughs> name is Darby. Like she yeah. was cool. Yeah. Uh, Mo, like Taika Waititi's um, character gave me anxiety. Yeah, I feel um, like he's getting on my nerves with that pen. Uh, <laughs> Izzy Hawthorne, she was. Izzy was the straight cool. man. Yeah, she, she, Kiki Palmer, man. And Kiki, Kiki could have gave us. She did good. Kiki Palmer's always good. Yeah. She's great. She's undefeated. Like, <laughs> yeah. Kiki Palmer's undefeated, goddamn. Yeah, but, uh, you know, just. And then even like, even though he's not so much the villain, the main villain, but like uh, Burnside, the dude who wanted to switch things up. Oh, and like, yeah. Burnside. Burnside is the voice of Clay <laughs> Davis from The Wire. She. Yeah. Oh, hilarious. That's she. the voice of Burnside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he like, I don't know. I could have just. It ain't hit. No, yeah. it ain't just hit. It just didn't hit. He should have done a shoe. A him. Shoe. Film. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know, it is. It it's gonna be forgettable, and within the Pixar mm-hmm. canon, is very low. Mm. It's ranking low. Yeah. Mm. You know. But only- I bet you. Mm-hmm. So- I bet you Socks is gonna have something like spinoffs from that because yeah, Socks, Socks like, like they did Puss in Boots, Puss in yeah. Boots. I don't yeah. think that was Pixar. Yeah. No, that was DreamWorks. Ah, there it is. Yeah, but Socks was dope. Socks was much needed, much appreciated, and I want a Socks anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I'm giving it three saxophones out of five. Sabrina's giving it two. She said two. that you gave a, it a, a two. strong two, flimsy two point five, which is flimsy, two. flimsy two point five, flimsy because two point five. Okay, yeah, because it's like it's cute, 2. 2. you know, but yeah. it's like, <sighs> yeah. So yeah. now nah, you going to Pixar? You going? You going there expecting like Pixar magic set the bar time. high? Mad? Yes, they have set the bar incredibly high, and they only have a few misses. That dinosaur movie was a miss. I never saw it. It was not good. And then a lot of people don't talk about Brave. Finally, Brave was not good. I haven't seen that one either. Brave was boring. I didn't as shit. see Monsters uh, University. Oh. oh, I didn't see that one. Monsters Inc. was cool. Oh, Monsters I did. Inc. was very good. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't see oh, Monsters. That's Inc. my favorite. Cars can. 
can get the hell up out of here. Cars and planes. Yeah. Yeah. Lightyear was better than cars. People love cars, the first one. The other ones, two and three, I heard uh, ass. Are we ranking Pixar movies? Kind of. Well, no, I was just, just saying. Just the bottom. Lightyear is towards the lower end of, of the, the Pixar oh. canon. Oh. I don't know. They had a bad run after um three. Cars Cars two and three were you talking about Story Story? after Pixar had a, like a barrel. Oh, Toy Story Toy Story three was three. amazing. Yeah. After after afterwards they had uh, timeline. <clears throat> well, because before then I think they had like I think Up came up came out around that that time. Oh, Wally was, was like the year before that. Yeah, Wally. After those movies they had like a what are those movies like the we don't Coco. know. Coco Coco's amazing. Coco brought it back and that came out twenty. Bugs Life I still never grew on me. Bugs Life was Bugs Life. I think that was a while ago. That was their second movie. Yeah, that was their second movie. Um, Incredibles 2 was fire. Uh, Incredible, yes. Wasn't as good as the first one, no. but it was Finding still Dory, fire. There was Monster University. There was oh, Finding Dory was good, too. Oh. Um, Finding Dory, that was cool. The have sequels haven't... Toy Story has mastered the sequels, though. Four was unnecessary, but it wasn't bad. Super unnecessary, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. I think it's so the why worst are we doing Toy this? Story Let movie. me ask y'all this. Toy Story 4 or Incredibles 2? Incredibles 2. Mm. Incredibles I didn't, 2. I didn't see Incredibles 2 yet. Oh, my God. I'm behind. Incredibles them. 2 is good. I'm, I'm going to watch it again. I'm just mad I had to wait 15 years for it. Like, if I had to wait 15 years for a sequel, you better blow me away, bro. And it was I wasn't like, whoa. I was like, like, Incredibles first one, I was like, this is amazing. Incredibles is still my favorite Pixar movie It's amazing. Time. But then, two, I wasn't like, this isn't amazing. It was great in certain spots, but I was yeah. like, 15 years, bro? Oh, yeah. So, Incredibles 2 came out after Coco, which I was saying they had like a, a stint. After uh, Toy Story 3, it was Cars 2, Brave, oh. Monsters University, Inside Out, The Good Dinosaur. Inside Out was incredible. Yeah, Inside Out of Her was good. Yeah, the Good cool. Dinosaur, Finding Dory, Cars 3, and then Coco. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, they had a lot of they sequels. Had, like, yeah, just a lot of lows. A lot of lows in there. Yeah. yeah. But for, like, when they came out the gate, it was Toy Story, Bugs yeah. Life, Toy Story 2, Monsters Inc., Finding Nemo, Incredibles, Cars, Ratatouille, Wally, Up, Toy Story 3. God that damn. is yeah. ridiculous. That's, and that's like run? every <laughs> year. They're like Jesus. nine in a row. Yeah, they were going crazy for uh, every year, pretty much. It's hard to sustain Ten that, though. You see with the actors. You see with Jim Carrey to get a Nobody run. Nobody can sustain. You see, you see Will Ferrell, they get a run. You see you, a lot of you actors. You're going to have some misses You're going to have a there. flop in there, oh, yeah, bro. For sure. Yeah, so for, I still think Pixar... Has the strongest brand. I, I mean, I mean, Marvel hit a nice stride too for a while. Now they they starting to fumble a little bit. But it's because they're doing like when they just did. Wait, was it Marvel? Marvel didn't do Morbius. No. Wait, Marvel might still been solid. Who else did they mess up on? Iron Man three was trash. But what else did they? Who else did Marvel mess up yeah. on? Yeah. Ant Man and Wasp was forgettable. Um, Agreed. Uh, Doctor Strange two was you know. It was solid, but it was kind of like it was problematic. Um, mm-hmm. Thor too. Yeah. Oh, Dark New World <laughs> is. <laughs> but they trash. they don't have that many misses though. Like once Marvel, once the MCU really got in there. But the the Iron Man sequels were misses. Two, yeah, two, two and three. Yeah, three was awful. Two was cool. Um, you didn't need them. <laughs> and then. Um, you know, Captain America 2 and 3 were just flawless, in my opinion. Yeah, one was awful. Uh, one was not awful, though. It's awful, bro. You got to revisit. No, I don't. How I've many seen times it? you seen it? A gang of times. Okay, well, never mind. <laughs> I still don't consider it awful. Well, that was trash. The fight choreography-wise, I think it's awful, but storyline-wise, I think it was solid you, as hell. You saw the rest go for two seconds. He didn't even do shit. Yeah, but the storyline-wise, I, th- I still think it was solid. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. 
but that but that, but that's a different conversation. Yeah, Anyways. getting the hell up out of here. Sorry, sorry. So that's that's the review of Lightyear. Uh, let me know what you thought of Lightyear in the comments section below. Also, give me your top five Pixar jokes. Ooh. Give me that top Ooh. five Beef. Pixar in the comments section. Beef. But I really want to know how y'all felt about Lightyear. If you're going to watch it. And if not, why not? Let me know in the comments section. You sold it in a good way. It sounds like a great story. The story is solid. Yeah. I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's solid, but it's just like... It's not a Toy Story movie. It's not, I, it's not even... that. It's not. It didn't even really feel like Pixar. Mm. <clears throat> it felt very straightforward. There's no magic. And I feel like sometimes Pixar hits me with a story that I'm just like... Yo, they wrote the shit out of this. <laughs> like that's how I felt with Inside Out. Yeah, Inside Out, like the writing on that, I was just like, oh, I didn't like Soul either. By the way, what you didn't like Soul? No. <laughs> Yo, the way Amir came in, <laughs> hey, he I was, was I was sitting back in my chair. I would say he was to... leaning back too. <laughs> Soul was one of their best ones. In Soul was Soul good. Was I forgot the, I, don't, I forgot to even mention Soul. Nah. Soul hit me differently because I didn't get to see it in theaters, so mm. I kind of forget about it. But Soul was good. Soul wasn't that. Great to me. Okay. I feel like the the idea behind it. Yeah. No, I was just like yeah, Chaz is anti-black for sure. He's, he's Republican. <laughs> no, I I felt like Soul wasn't a black movie. I felt like they had black people in it, but it wasn't our movie. Oh. Yeah, that's you what I feel like. It was black enough. No, I felt like if they did, if they really wanted to do a black movie, they should did a movie about uh some black shit, Harlem Renaissance or some shit. Tell a real black what? story. That's a real black story. The Harlem Renaissance was a whole time around black people. Well, yeah, so because they didn't do that specific story, they're not black enough? No, I just felt like it was a story told by white people with black people in there. It was a white writer, white director. It wasn't black at all. The white, the writer was black? No, it wasn't. Tell me white. He was white? I'm pretty sure. Because right. it was the dude who did Soul. Well, the dude who did In and Out. Uh, what, what was it? Inside Out? In Inside Out. I think it was the same team behind that. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So yeah, that's why I stand on there. I did do a watch party for Soul. Soul was a good time. It got me emotional. It's same director. Same Pete, director. Pete Doctor. And then as far as writers, yeah, that's probably Doctor, Mike, Mike Jones, Kent Powers. I don't know who these people are, but yeah, Kent Power and Mike Jones. Like actual Mike Jones. Are they black? Mike Jones. You know Mike Jones? Mike, Mike Jones. The Jones. Yeah, the Mike rapper. Mike Jones. Let's see if the writer was black, man. Because Chaz might be falsifying that falsifying. You know what I'm saying? We looking right now. I don't know who these people are. So they ain't got no says screenplay is Pete, Doctor, Kemp Powers, and Mike Jones. How you know this? Mike Jones is a common name. Huh? <laughs> like, it literally has his face next to it. Oh, the the rapper? <laughs> the oh, rapper. I was about to say. Man, you know how nah, Google be, man. Nah, it ain't it ain't him because it would have said that in here. The career is literally just screenwriting, <laughs> screenwriter, and journalist. Yo, they, oh, he's black. Who, Mike Jones? Pete Doctor. He's the producer, writer, director. Look at the team, though. Some of the whole team. All right, I'm, I'm about to look at everybody. So well, he's we a, got he's a, we got writer, one black. Now he's white. Pete Doctor. So Mike Jones is, is Mike Jones is he might not be white, but he might be something else. But he's not. He don't look black. So Mike Jones, and then we got. Oh no, Pete Doctor is. He is uh, German. Yeah. And then Kemp Powers is black. Yeah, I think that was the only one I knew it was black. Yeah. Wait, Pete Doctor's not black? Nah. This oh, no. I thought they showed me His middle dude. name oh, is Hans. Right <laughs> oh, that's not who came up for me. Hold on. Who who came up? Oh, I was looking at something else he worked on. They had black people at the top. This is what I saw, Chaz. I was like, oh. Oh, okay. No, I'm just saying like, <laughs> I'm just like, dog, Soul wasn't about 
black people. It wasn't about a black story. It, that could have been a white person. It would have been the same story. It wasn't special about black people. Like when you watch Moana, when you watch all these other shows uh, or movies like that are about somebody is a culture, you go like, oh, I got a piece of that with me now. Coco. Like that, I didn't yeah. get that from Soul. Soul could have been a white dude. It would have been the same movie. That's my point, guys. But it wasn't, though. It was a, it was a black dude. Hey, I'm glad it was, but it wasn't character. like it was. I was like, oh, I don't feel, I feel represented now. I said it's could have been anybody's story. I think if that's your only critique, I still think it's still good. Not even going through it. I feel it. like, I yeah. Was like, it was, that's, that's, a, that's a minor blemish. Because I feel like, I don't, gotta, I don't think it was the story that was I don't think that's the, minor. The, the representation part, I don't think that anybody was thinking that that's what it was going to be. I didn't think it was that. Well, when I saw that. a black dude, I said, oh, we get to tell a black story. I think that's the problem with a lot of black cinema though it's just that it's a thing of like we have to it has to be a certain story about like history or stuff like that we just want to be able to tell a story a story yeah no i wanted to see some culture that we got a chance to celebrate and and tell we didn't get to do that but But watch a documentary constantly make like i said watch a documentary today what'd you say uh sabrina i said white people don't constantly make like european taking over like columbus and Historical, all that type yeah. of films they just make films of like feel good hi we're white but we're going through this story thing so it's like why can't you can like, why can't we have black stories like that too i just wanted a moana i wanted a coco i wanted a uh a movie that was like bam this is a culture black panther you know what i'm saying the thing is is that i feel piece. like it has to be so correct, especially in like a cartoon form that like, like no matter how we put it, right. It's still, you have to tread lightly with stuff like that. Right. So there probably is going to be a film like that. um, But they're just trying to figure out how to put it in, put it out there in a way that it's, that it's going to be digestible for the masses because they're, just like with Black Panther, people were scared to do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like not sure. scared, but people were like, "They were." It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not going. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, okay, it's it might work, but we just need to go about it. They can't just put it together and be like, "I right, this is it." Black and director, especially black and, producers. And, yeah, but even like black people judge and critique black people. You know what Absolutely. I mean? So no matter what, we but they got it right. It, it just needs. Yeah, it just needs to be done correctly and they're probably working on it they're i hope working. they are you know what wait hold on chad hold are. on hmm? you are, you a writer sir i know i am working on it <laughs> get out of here i like we, the fact uh, that soul was black but it wasn't wearing his blackness on his sleeve i'm not I saying there like, was like because i feel need. like it's, it's just a story of a, of a of a musician and they didn't shy it felt black like when i watched it it felt like you know we in the black barbershop the way his mom looked she looked like a real black mm-hmm. mom with mm-hmm. the short natural hair and I was just like to see that animated and to see her just be a mom I was just like yo this is a dope visual and dope representation it just could have to me it just could have been anybody's story I was just like it's going to be anybody's that, story and that's the beauty of that's it it was that's why know, I like not everything it. has to be super we trying to teach you the history not of blackness not even about teaching not even about teaching it had to be preachy because you, like, you want the Harlem Renaissance and this movie not even set in that time frame. Oh, I know that. I'm just so saying that's like, a black story. That's a culture piece. You looked at this and, and you said earlier today you wanted the Harlem Renaissance. I'm saying that's, that's, a, that's a culture, a cultural but that's what moment. you wanted out of this yeah. particular or, or, picture that's but, not about Even that. Black Panther, that's not that. But I go like, dog, there's culture in there. We got right. a lot of culture in there yeah. in Black Panther. I'm like, that's, that's something we go, that's ours. Even yeah. though Disney owns it. 
But, I didn't feel like it was soul. I was just like, I mean, it's oh, still okay. black culture there because it was, it's. I mean, in soul there was like, I mean, obviously the barbershop scene, but jazz in general, like the whole yeah. determination for him to go and you know, I feel like it's more so on a relatable level. It's not necessarily as culturally significant, but I feel like it's more relatable to an everyday person. You're te- you're a teacher, a music teacher at a school. You're right. not really enjoying it, and you get a big break, and then it's like this man died. And then right. he was in the afterlife before trying to get back to his fulfill, body, so fulfill his dream, which, was, which was also fucked up that he died right before he made it. Oh yeah, but you know, <laughs> I was like, yeah. damn. We can relate to those moments of you know we want something so bad, and right when we on the cusp. But I'm just you keep saying, bringing up Black Panther, you keep bringing up Black because Panther because of Coco, because of Moana, because of these culture but pieces. You, but you have to also remember that Black Panther, of course, is going to be cultural like that because we're going to Africa, right? So it has to be African and cultural and stuff like that. This is set mm-hmm. in New York City mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. This wasn't set, you know, back in the day. So it's like it's like it's a story of a jazz guy. I'm just, just I'm to... just saying that was my problem with it. Yeah, like I'm not trying to convince but you. But you wanted a, you wanted a different picture than what it was. Yeah. Can I, can I also say I wanted say a different like, feeling than what it was. Yeah. I didn't get the what feeling. Was, Go ahead. What I was saying about like people being cri- like critical of their own people, right? Mm-hmm. A perfect perfect example is in the heights in the heights was created by a dominican mm-hmm. with dominicans all around mm-hmm. and they screwed it up they <laughs> fucked it up with the movie the movie uh-huh. you know what i mean and this was so this is what this is what i'm saying like it no matter what like yes rep- i'm i'm happy that there's dominican representation on like a big sc- on the big screen no like doubt, that which no is doubt. really dope but it wasn't the representation that I know. It wasn't the. It wasn't my family. My family wasn't fully represented. My culture was, but like the people that I know wasn't. So that's why I'm saying like, all that stuff. You know, you just got it's. It's coming. Yeah, that's, it's coming. But because I, I want, just, I you know, because I, I look at it through your lens, and I just be like, I want, I want her to feel like they got it right, right, mm-hmm. and then be like, that's how I feel about soul. Why am I wrong? Because. The the story is not about the black experience in America. I, I'm aware. So since it's not, that's not the story going in. It's just about a. The story is more so about it's a slice wanting, of life, wanting to attain thing. your dreams and wanting it so bad, and then to be snatched from life right before, right when you're on the cusp of of, a, of really going for what's yours. You die, and so you end up yo you fighting for your life to get back into that body. And then you discover something different along the way. That's the story of um, Soul. It just so happens that, you know, this, I call that movie Snooze. Because it was bored. <laughs> yeah. He was bored. <laughs> I was bored out of my mind and soul. Anyway, let me get the hell up out of here because I, I still got to do Gross Point Bank. Let's but, do it. Uh, thank y'all, man. Uh, let me know what y'all thought of Soul also in the comment section because we went off on a tangent. Sorry. <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in another episode of verbal cardio man we are out of here thanks for having me oh yeah for sure man thanks for pulling up answer that phone call i will yeah never again (laughs) come on